When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Hi, guys. It is TDA. Welcome to TDA, the day after. Brought to you by your amazing host. Um, this is your favorite news platform. This is your girl, Justine, representing the black queens in the fitness scene. Okay. And then we have... <laughs> oh, don't, don't give attitude. Like that was, that was, that's not how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm freestyling. This is this is me today. So I meant to say, and how? Who else we got in the studio? Oh, who else do we have in the studio? It's big man, use happy Friday. Oh, thank you, man. I mean, I thought I represented today. You know I, mean? I gathered. I thought ooh, someone's making a a bold statement. The Arsenal, the old school Arsenal. Mm. Love it, love it. banana. Is that what it's called? Mm. Okay. Mm. And they call me E-Man, pro black activist, TDA producer, and news analyst. And of course, the melanin is always jam-packed. Where did you get that from? I was inspired by God, man. <laughs> <laughs> I actually feel it, though. It's like a solid intro. Every time you say it, I get a bit jealous. <laughs> I want to say that. Melanin jam And you know, do you know what it is? It's mm. how you... It's, you know when you say melanin jam-packed, it's like mm. you change your voice. It's like melanin jam-packed. I'm like, okay. I got to let the go people know, man. I said, I'm highly impressed. No, I am. <laughs> it's dope. Brent, it's really hot in here, by the way. Or is it just me? Uh, it is a bit hot. It was. That's hot in my cut off before. Yeah, it's... it's it... Ah, cool. Ah, cool. How's everyone feeling, though? How has your week been? It's been all right, man. Yeah? Yeah, it's been cool. It's been cool. Regular, regular. Shmegular. Yeah? On the regular. Okay. Yeah. Bars. Bars. Any plans for the weekend, guys? Um... Wow. No, no. Chilling. Yeah. Like a villain? Chilling like a villain. Feeling like a villain. You? Any plans for the weekend? No. Just getting myself together. Four. Next week. Four. Going to LA, bitches. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. We get LA for business, pleasure, bit of both. Bit of both, bit of both, bit of both, yeah. yeah. To be fair, one of my friends is going for Grammy week, so I'm, t- I'm going to be a handbag. Okay, okay. Tagging along. Plus one. Yeah. yeah. Any any key events parties that you're? I think there's a few. To to? We haven't got the roster yet. So, schedule. Huh? Schedule. Yes. The Rota. Um, the Rota. I'm getting it this weekend, but there yeah. is like a lot of um events happening. So hopefully, I get to meet some people and have a great time. I'm excited. I've never been to LA before. Meet some people for networking or meet some people as like, oh my god, I'm a fan. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fan girl. Oh. 
please. I'm British. I got too much pride. <laughs> Apparently, we're stush, remember? So, Apparently. Yeah, up frontally. So I'm going to go there on it. Oh, hi, you right? right? Not even going to act like I know who you are. Just go about my business. But yeah. It's like a, what is it, a nine, 11 hour flight? 11. Living in it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what you 11 hours. 11 hours. LA's nice, though, man. Huh? LA's nice. My. It's LA's nice. LA. I've yeah. never been before. Guys, guys, we're doing a show here. <laughs> I know, and you lot have a little mother's meeting, <laughs> although you're late. <laughs> Look who's just walked into the room. Do you want to introduce yourself since you're here? No, I don't need no introduction. There's no introduction needed. But do you know what? I forgot to say it the other day. You know one of our listeners didn't come to our live show because of you? Oh, yeah. Because she is obsessed with you and the thought of meeting you was going to make her explode. No lie. Oh, that's all right. I thought she was staying away because she didn't want to be near me. No, she's just really obsessed with you. So but she had it. are we allowed to drop the, the bomb though? Oh, Brent, are we allowed to drop the bomb? Or is it, is that, no? Oh, we're okay. not allowed to drop the bomb, okay. Right, sorry. Never mind. No, we can drop it to you, but we can. Not on air. Off air. Okay. But yeah. Okay. There's a reason. But yeah, you got fans, B. How you feeling? Big up her, man. She probably don't even follow me. Nah, she does. She, she must do. In a frenzy, boy. She must do. She must do. <laughs> there's, 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 there's no way she don't follow you. And yeah. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you. More than you know, she'll Cause, come, cause man. The way it was relayed to me was like she couldn't be like she couldn't even just look at you like she would just. She wouldn't just oh, what's she gonna do? Right, you a, got that like, much crying, sauce. Like have, a, have a panic attack. Jesus, <laughs> give like, me that grace. Combust. Yeah, like she was gonna explode. Combustulations. Come to No Behavior Live, man. We're going on tour, April. Pull up. I don't even think she'll be able to handle that. I'll put you on guest list. Grand, okay, girl. Yeah, if you're listening, he's gonna put you on guest list. So make sure you arrive. And show yourself. <laughs> you know, you might get um, backstage access. Who knows? Wow. Is that how you're offering people? You think your bitch is not your show? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to extend, you know, since you couldn't come to us. Um, but yeah. What are you looking for motive um, to jet off to? Hmm? You were looking for motive to get jet off to. You were looking for a uh, holiday destination, right? Oh, yeah. And... Going to LA. Oh, you saying we can't go to LA? I'm, I'm not vaxxed. Is there space for me? Can I can I forward with you? Come then. What? Because can I? When yeah, you going? Wednesday. Oh, it's a bit short notice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grammy setting still. Yeah. You've got to bring a suit and stuff. She's a plus one though. You've got like a, is your plus, is it is like a plus one one? Or plus two. Do I have to, do I have to wait in the hotel while you're, while you're flexing? No, I think you'll be good, you know. Should I come? If you want to. I might make it happen. I'm going to look at this. Mm. LA, yeah? I don't know if I'm allowed in America, you know? Mm, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> because let, let's be quite candid. I did my ESTA form yesterday. Oh, yeah. The questions were rather serious. So, yeah, you know how, what America's like, was, was you, got any, you got No. No? No. 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 Okay. Cool. That's what's going on. The, that's what's going on the phone. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Cool. Because <laughs> they go ask. <laughs> Listen, it's joke. It's not jokes here, but you know when it's like, um, obviously they ask for your parents' details. Yeah. Then they ask like, have you got any like convictions, like terrorism, like there's just bare questions. Yeah. And um, yeah, so you just click off everything. No, I know, of, of course, but I don't know. It might flag up in it. You never know. Well, for you or you mean? I mean, for I, no, I'm good. Oh, we, we good over here. Yeah, but how many hours? Um, seven days. So Wednesday to Wednesday. 
I don't know if I've got a full seven days in me midweek like that, just out of the blue, but I might forward for a couple of days, you know. I've got to check, I've got to check, see the logistics of this. I hear it. You might come work, though. That's what I'm saying. But I'm not going to be on your plane. I've got to travel by myself. Yeah, you'll be fine. You're a big boy. You'll well, be alright. The thing is, how would that look, though? You and Gina and Crystal in the late <laughs> for a week. Like, like what's, what's, what's the actual, like, what's, what's the pattern like? I'm a vibe. That's going to look lit. For you, I'm just imagining you. <laughs> I'm just imagining you guys hanging out together every single day and just what's the vibe problem. like. I Why think not? we'll be alright. We're all good vibes though. No, I'm just, I'm just imagining, man. Just imagining. Yeah, I know, but like, I feel like I think it'll be lit. Yeah, I feel like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. To be honest, I think I'm quite easy going in it. So mm. I, I feel, generally speaking, I think I can travel with anyone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So for me. I'm not that like, particular. I hear you, sweetheart. And Mark doesn't. <laughs> you call me sweet girl. <laughs> Mark doesn't. Mark sweetheart. doesn't seem annoying. Like you couldn't get on my nerves. Yeah, no. well, I could if I wanted to. I think. Yeah, but like, <laughs> no, of course. But I mean, like, you know, how, like some people's character, like some ta- some people. Do you know what I mean? Just being around certain people. Yeah. You know that you have to take them in small doses. Mm. You're not like that. Do you get what I mean? You think you so, take a large dose. Oh, Jesus. So I'm just saying. I can handle. Yes, I can handle a large dose mm. of six foot. Free tip <laughs> Big marks from the east side. Yes, I can handle it. I'm so, gonna look yeah. into this. I'm not joking either. So yeah. Anyway, guys, before we continue, please make sure you like the video. Thank you. All right. Click the like button. Thank you so much. But yeah, we're gonna get into our headlines. Let's do it. All right, so our first headline, yeah, this is about King Charles. So King Charles III has informed the Duke of York he can no longer use his suite of rooms at Buckingham Palace. While the palace undergoes its £369 million renovation, Prince Andrew's belongings have reportedly been moved out and will not be returned again. <laughs> According to the Sun, the disgraced Duke was told there's no place for him at the palace and he will have to move elsewhere if he wishes to remain in London. The news comes after Andrew is said to be plotting a legal bid to overturn his settlement with Virginia Jeffrey, uh, who accused him of sexually assaulting her when she was underage. The prince vehemently denied all accusations and has consistently claimed he does not know who Jeffrey is. Last year, he reached a multi-million pound settlement with her to stop the case from proceeding to a civil trial. He also lost his entitlement to taxpayer-funded armed protection last year after he was stripped of his military titles and royal patronages and step down as a senior royal. He can no longer use the title of his royal highness in any official capacity. Next headline is about Ukraine, once again. And um, Russia's launched a wave of missiles at Ukraine on Thursday, yesterday, a day after Germany and, US and the US pledged tanks to aid Kiev's fight against the invasion. 11 people died and 11 others were injured after 35 buildings were struck across several regions. Um, it added that the worst damage to residential buildings was done in the Kiev re- region. Officials also reported strikes on two energy facilities in the Odessa region. The barrage came as Russia said it perceived a new offer of military support, which followed the UK pledge to send Challenger 2, ba- Challenger 2 battle tanks as direct Western involvement in the conflict. In what was a sustained and wide, a wide-ranging attack, the head of the Ukrainian army said that Moscow launched 55 air and sea-based missiles on Thursday. The offensive was a continuation of Russia's months-long tactic of targeting Ukraine's infrastructure. The freezing winter has seen power stations 
destroyed and millions plunged into darkness. DTEC, which is Ukraine's largest private power producer, said that after Thursday's strikes, emergency power cuts were enforced in Kiev and several other regions to relieve pressure on the electricity grid. And the last headline, tell me what you guys think about this year. So this is about um, uh, Florida's governor, right? Um, his name's called Ron DeSantis. And he's basically banned an American, uh, African-American course, right, in Florida. So what he's done is he's pointed to quintence concerning prisons and queer theory when explaining why an, an African-American history course has been banned in Florida. The Republican governor criticized the college board's advanced placement AP class in African-American studies after a pilot course was banned by the state last week. Mr. DeSantis was visiting a charter school in Jacksonville on Monday when he noted the course's handling of queer theory. He argued that it was on the wrong side of the line for Florida standards. So he, he's come out and he basically said when he was questioned about this, that this course on black history, what's one of the lessons about? Queer theory. Now, who would say that an important part of black history is queer theory? That is somebody pushing an agenda on our kids. And so when you look to see, they have stuff about intersectionality, ab abolishing prisons, that's a political agenda. And so that's the wrong line, the wrong side of the line for, for Florida standards. He also claimed, when you try to use black history to shoehorn in queer theory, you're clearly trying to use that for political purposes. Last week also, Manny Diaz Jr., who's the Florida Commissioner of Education, took to Twitter to object to topics such as intersectionality, abolishing prisons, and black queer studies. He tweeted saying, despite the lies from the Biden White House, uh, Florida rejected an AP course filled with critical race theory and other obvious violations of Florida law. We proudly require the teaching of African-American history. We do not accept woke indoctrination masquerading as education. As we've said all along, if the college board decides, decides to revise its course to comply with the Florida law, we will come back to the table. I feel like it's okay for him to, to ban this, to ban the course. What's queer theory? That's what I, think That's what I was theory. thinking. Um, I think it's, it's basic. I assumed... I, is it mm -hmm. to do with being the LGBT? Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, stuff, yeah, 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 basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, damn. <laughs> if you can't go to. Mm -hmm. So ba basically, what it is like? He's he's basically saying, if you're gonna say this is an African American history class, yeah. What's the what's, what's the, the correlation? Correlation. Here? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. obviously that particular thing, uh, queer theory, critical race theory, mm. all that's illegal in Florida. That's clear to everybody. Okay. Right. So he's saying you can't be now bringing that in, trying to indoctrinate the children and stuff. Yeah. Under the guise of Black History. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, some Black people are saying no. It's part of our, our, our reality now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so they, you know, they have a right to to teach the kids. So is he asking for the whole course to be banned, or just yeah. that aspect of the course? No, the, the course has been banned. If they change things and they present it now as yeah. a new course, then yeah, yeah they'll be I think talks. you can't eradicate the whole teaching of black history based on like, I guess, modules that you don't like. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? I don't think that's fair, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I need a proper like, definition of queer theory. Uh, maybe the answer. Uh, queer theory is a critical theory that examines and critiques society's definitions of gender and sexuality with the goal of revealing the social and power structures at play in our everyday lives. I think that's a course that can be taught, but I don't see how that um, coincides with Black History Month. Mm -hmm. oh, sorry, yeah. not Black History Black, Month, yeah. Black History. Yeah, so yeah, I feel like 
that course can be taught separately, mm-hmm. but not on a not under the guise of Black History. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I agree. Uh, but yeah, but the course I think the course is fine. Yeah. Cool. Mm. All right, done. <laughs> Should we get into the rotation? Let's go. Right, a Friday rotation, a bit different. So as it's uh, New Music Friday, I'll start off by mentioning some um, of the releases that have come out today. Um, haven't listened to any yet, obviously, because it's um, nine in the morning, but I might touch on some of this stuff next week. So if you guys want to check some of this stuff out, then let me be your your news for it. So Little Yachty, it's got an album out uh, called Let's Start Here. Uh, Ray Shrimmerd released a single called Sucker or Some. Uh, Popcorn's new album's out, actually. Great, great uh, is he. I know he had a single with Drake that came out not too long ago as well. Daniel Caesar got a single out called Do You Like Me? Um, what else is notable? Bobby Shmurda got a single called Rats. Um, St. John, if you guys like St. John, he's a dope artist. A uh, new single called You Laughed At Me. Uh, Styles P got a new album out. Um, a Calm Wolf Is Still A Wolf. Like that title. ESTG, single, blow up. And yeah, that, that's kind of the, the gist of it. So yeah, that's that's new music. It's kind of slow, to be fair, right now. It's only January. Industry is still kind of sleeping and nothing really crazy has come out in the last uh, few weeks. But check some of those out if you want. All right, next, Wireless was announced. And I want to see what you guys think of the lineup. Anyone here getting Wireless? I think I'm too old. I've been too old to, to go wireless for a very long time. Yeah. So no. Obviously, when they release the lineup now, they kind of keep certain names off just so they can reveal it later on as like a. Like the headlines. Yeah. So, yeah. but here, here's, here's the rundown. So, Friday, you got Playboy Carti opening, which is quite surprising to be fair. I didn't think Playboy Carti had um, headline sta- um, status. Uh, Little Uzi Vert, Metro Boomin, Lancey, Foe, uh, Lotto. Um, Ken Carson, not sure who that is. Uh, Destroy Lonely, not sure who that is either. Ice Spice, the new viral sensation. Lola Brooke as well. Okay. Lola Brooks would be sick. Yeah. I like she's really ascended in the last she's hard, month though. or so. Like she was she was bubbling for a while. Now I feel like she's picking up a lot of steam in the last couple of weeks, should I say. Really? You don't think even from when she first came out, she was like you know, I thought she was bubbling, mm. and I was surprised that she didn't kind of skyrocket from then. Oh, okay, okay, that, okay. The, free, the song she's famous for, yeah. that song was, came out ages ago. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? But I think now, in the last month or so, I think she's really started to pick up. She got signed as well. Oh, sick. Yeah. She deserves it, though. Like, she's she's actually good. Oh, she's dope, she's dope. Yeah, she's, she's, a, good, dope. she's a good rapper. Tiny, though. She's so petite. No, she's about that. No, that literally, tool. she's proper petite. Proper and I think that's what... Is Because ex- when you look at her, yeah. you see a petite, and when yeah. she opens her mouth, she's... She barks. Yeah, do you get what yeah, I mean? I yeah. think that's. Is she that thing that says I carry bitches like a prego. Yeah, proper small, but her voice. Cold, yeah, her voice, her voice is rough. That was cold. Yeah, she's sick. She's sick. And then Saturday, uh, Travis Scott is the opener, and then you got Heady One, uh, Bryson Tiller, Joey Badass, Flo. That's the um the, the, new, the UK group. They're amazing. They're you know sick. I gotta admit, I've never heard any of their music. I need to they're, check them out. Vocally, Essa keeps telling me to listen. No, to no, it. no, legit, legit. Like vocally, they're elite. Like. Yeah. We haven't. I don't think we've had like a British a group like that. Group. I'm not gonna lie. When I first saw them, I judged them based on aesthetics, and I thought this was some 
put together a group based on their looks. And no, they there can was no actually... There no real talent behind no. it. I looked at them and said they're mid, you know, that is rude. No, no I'll be no, honest. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Wait, as in like... No, what I'm saying is I looked at them and, and said, thought they're nah, just this pretty. Wise, and I thought this is a manufactured group that was put together of girls who just look pretty. Yeah, they're, they're attractive. They're an attractive group but and they can actually but sing. I didn't, I didn't take in the music. I haven't listened uh, to any of the music. Isn't it? But Esther keeps telling me to listen to no, it. No, so you I'm should. To Harmonies it. as well, there. Okay. Yeah. Apologies for my uh, judgments. What's their biggest song? Untouch- I don't know if it's one of their songs is Untouchable. Okay. Can I be honest? Yeah. A lot of, you know, what I find here with me now in new music is TikTok, you know, because I'm okay. on TikTok. It's like yeah. when there's like a trending song. Yeah. You, that's what kind of introduces me to an yeah, artist. I think a lot of young people get their music from um, TikTok. TikTok. I'm not on TikTok like that, so I don't really get my new music from TikTok per se. But I know a lot of trends, and yeah. th- I think there's even TikTok charts now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as well is on the Saturday, and Mariah the Scientist as well. And then Sunday, you got D Block Europe her opening. Little Dirk, Popcorn, Little TJ, Dexter Daps, Mums' boy, uh, Glorilla. Black Sheriff and Drea Mack. Um, there's a lot of blanked out names, but then you got special guests, 50 Cent. Oh. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm, it, a, I'm a 50 well, Cent for, is, yeah. All right, so if you guys can remember what I just read out, right? What to you sounds like the best day? Sunday. Sunday, right? Popcorn, 50, mm. D Block yeah. Europe. Dirk on Sunday as well. Yeah. Dirk, Little TJ. Mm. I think if I was to pick a day to go, it would probably be the Sunday to be here, mainly because of 50. Mainly because of 50. I'm not going to lie, though. Yeah. Outside of that, yeah, I, I, no, no one's, like, there's no one on that list. Maybe it's because I don't really care about music like that anymore or, like, mm. new music. Do you know yeah. what I mean? See, like, the concert that came up, the list that the we spoke about the other day, the old school, the 2000s, like, the concert list. in America, and it had... Oh and yeah, you said the, your sister um, was gonna go. Lovers and Friends. Lovers and Friends. Yeah. yeah, so you yeah, see, yeah. like a concert like that, yeah. I'd be really excited to go. Whereas okay. when I'm hearing like all these people on the wireless lineup, yeah, I don't really care to see them if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm not bothered. And again, it's Fifty Cent because he's old, like, and that's my bag. Yeah, yeah. But anyone now, I'm just like, eh. yeah. All right, that's wireless. All right, cool. So I was trying to avoid listening to this next thing for a while because it's not really my bag. But I thought, you know what? I saw a lot of hype about it online. For whatever reason, I thought let me check it out. So you know, Ice Spice, mm. Mm. yeah. So she released the EP. Ice Spice, obviously, she's, she's big for the Munch song. You thought I was feeling you? That nigga, that nigga, yeah. Munch. Yeah. Yeah. for lunch. So there's a lot of talk about this EP on on Twitter. Mm. A lot of people are trolling and saying, "Oh, this is a classic. It's better than this, better than that." <laughs> Just to hype it up in it, like they're comparing it to like um, Kendrick's first album. Compared, to, they're doing a lot of they're like, taking the mix. Yeah, basically. But mm. I thought, let me check it out anyway. So it's, but it's quick though, it's easy. It's, it's 13 songs long. Sorry, 13 minutes long. Six songs, 13 minutes. So I listened to it twice this morning. I just let it play in it. And you know what? It's all right. Yeah? It's, yeah. A, it's a classic, yeah? No, nah, it's not a classic, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not what it as bad is? as you thought. It's like, it's basically female drill. Like, she's, she reminds me of like, on this EP in particular, she's sounding like Fabio Foro and Pop Smoke. Mm. Like the beats. That's what it's giving me. That's the vibe it's giving me. Like, you know, get sturdy. You don't know what the young New York kids yeah. do. Get sturdy. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's giving me that, that kind of vibe, isn't it? And because it's so short, the beats are decent. Mm. Obviously, she's not the greatest rapper in the world, but mm. she's got a decent flow. And she's all right, man. Yeah, she's not the greatest rapper in the world. But yeah, she doesn't yeah. have to be the greatest rapper in the world. Because people always mug her like she's... If you... For drill and for what she does, yeah. like, she's decent. 
She's decent, but you know what I don't like about her? I don't really like her voice. Okay, yeah. I don't like the sound of her voice. I like her It back. sounds too... Of course you do. You like her what? Her back. Okay. Mm. Mm, okay. Um... <laughs> do you know what's interesting, though? Don't you think when you look at her face, she doesn't look like she should have that back? Or is it just me? Because she looks really innocent. Wait, like... wait. Can I, can I yeah. say something? I don't think her back is crazy. Like, I don't... I ain't been looking, but you know what I mean? From the from No, the clips, do you know what? Can I be honest? When I saw her face, yeah, you know, like if I look at her from here, yeah. she's got this really innocent, like, yeah. face. Mm. And then, like, she's got, like, the natural hair. Yeah. She, she, Her aesthetic is not, like, the typical female rapper. Like, do you get what I mean? Yeah, I don't think so. Look at Brent throwing up the, throwing up the picture. No, I just wanted context. <laughs> he I'm, normally says black. Black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he can't say black because he glitches, right? Well, I was talking about females. But yeah, I've so just realised. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm confused. Can we Wait, explain? What do you mean he glitches if you say if you say back? It's a long story, man. All right. We got time. Yeah, we have, we have time. <laughs> it's it's still early. Huh? It's still early in the day. It's not for me. Um, yeah, but you don't like her bum? No, it's shape's cool, man. That's what I'm saying. It's a nice back. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like Yusuf, man. Yeah. Such, a, such a polite guy. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Don't be scared, Yusuf. He don't want the smoke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. It's a. It's a. If you, if you want something quick to listen to, in the shower. You know what I mean, check it out, man. You know what I mean, nice, 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 nice drill beats. Favorite song is probably track three, "Gangsta Boo," featuring little TJ, which samples. Um, um, I need to go part two. Okay. Yeah. So that sample made me, you know, like the song. Yeah, it's decent, man. It's decent. Check it out. Like, it's called Like. With a question mark. Okay. All right. Uh, then a song that I have been banging actually. So you guys know Corday. You guys know Anderson Pack. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they've got a new single out, which is produced by J Cole. Um, for those who don't know, J Cole's actually a dope producer. He does a lot more rapping than producing, but he's a dope producer. Um, and the single is called Two Tens. And it's dope. Check it out. Like, this is something I'm recommending to check out. Like, check it out. This is, like, a good song. Um, Beat-wise, it's giving me, like, I don't know, make, like a new school Tribe Called Quest kind of vibe, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm. I'm talking about I know E-Man knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's giving me that vibe, but the actual content isn't like that. It's just about girls and stuff. It's about, you know women and whatnot, whatnot. but it's, it's, it's the song flagrant it's got a dope video too as well um so yeah check, check that out anderson pack and corday two tens uh produced by j cole and lastly before i uh leave this some homework for next week guys yeah so what i want you to do for me is i want you to collate a list of uh your favorite 10 albums so if you're going to listen to 10 albums oh the thing that you did the other day yeah, yeah. i posted my a reel of it the other day um so if you could only listen to 10 albums for the rest of your life. Mm. I'm not going to give you any any stipulations. Mm. Just mm. 10 albums. You mm-hmm. can pick them from all one genre. You can mix it up. The only rule is you can't have the same artist in there twice. Okay. All right. Yeah, so don't throw in... No, I can't do conf- um, 8701 and, and Confessions. Confessions. So one has to be one artist Jeez. per album. Damn. Yeah, and then we'll, right. we'll discuss it and we'll decide next week. When next week? What day are you here? Monday. Alright, I'm gonna try and actually I'm gonna talk to you too actually. I might try coming on Monday. Um yeah, that's it. Alright. Cool. Yeah. All right, let's get into our next set of headlines. Alright, All right, people, so there's a trigger warning in this one. Um and we spoke about this briefly 
um, I think it was yesterday or so. And this is about um, the black man that was killed by five black police officers. Okay. So basically, President Joe Biden is urging protests in Tennessee to remain peaceful as officials plan to release video of an arrest that led to a motorist's death. Five Memphis police officers have been fired and are facing murder charges after Tyre Nichols, who was 29, died, of, died three days after a traffic stop on the 7th of January. Body cam footage of the encounter is expected to be released on Friday evening, so today. Um, and the lawyers of the Nichols family said it would show him being severely beaten. Tennessee Bureau of, Bureau of Investigation Director David Roshk said on Thursday, after reviewing the footage, that he was sickened by what he saw and called the officer's actions absolutely appalling. Local media report that Memphis is on edge and police have stepped up patrols in the city center as they prepare for possible demonstrations. For those unaware, uh, Mr. Nichols, who was a black man, was stopped by five police officers who were also black um, on his way home after taking photos of a sunset at a local park. This is what his, uh, the attorney for the family have said. Officials say that he was suspected of reckless driving. The lawyer said after reviewing the footage that it shows Mr. Nichols being pepper sprayed, he was tasered, he was restrained, and he was kicked. All five of the officers faced charges of second-degree second murder, aggravated assault, aggravated kidnapping, official misconduct, and official oppression. And the next headline is about... Um, it's kind, of, it's kind of linked to what we were talking about yesterday. You know about, um, does everyone have a price? Like, in terms of embarrassment and stuff like this, yeah. So basically, uh, the Republic, a Republican lawmaker by the name of George Santos, right, he's come out and he's admitted that he was guilty of embellishing his biography and his resume, right? And he said, at this time, when allegations was flowing around, that he has never been a drag queen. So this was until photos <laughs> and videos of what appears to be the New York congressman performing in drag during his younger days in Brazil. They surfaced online. Obviously, he's come out and admitted it. And he said, I was young and I had fun at a festival. More evidence has since circulated, forever corroborating that the performer known to friends in Rio de Janeiro um, as Kitara Rivas is in fact a newly elected member of Congress. The congressman was only sworn in barely three weeks ago, but is already facing multiple calls to step down. He has allegedly lied about his college degrees, his work experience, his campaign finances, his animal charity, and even his faith. He has also falsely claimed that his grandparents survived the Holocaust and that his mother died in the 9-11 terror attacks. Mm. <laughs> on Tuesday, <laughs> on Tuesday Whoa. the House Speaker um, Kevin McCarthy said that Mr. Santos will be removed from Congress if the House Ethics Committee finds that he's broken the law. And the last, the last headline, again, this is a little bit of a continuation of yesterday's uh, headlines as well. And it appears that the <coughs> Scottish uh, First Minister, Nicola Sturgeon, has reacted to being placed in Dunhaya by Mark yesterday. <laughs> 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 and she has changed her mind about the transgender rapist Isla Bryson, formerly Adam Graham. So the trans woman, uh, trigger warning here, who raped two women before she changed her gender, has been moved to a men's prison. Isla Bryson was remanded in Cortonville Women's Prison in, in Stirling after being convicted of the rapes when she was a man called Adam Graham. She has since been moved to HMP Edinburgh. Bryson decided to transition from a man to a woman while awaiting the trial. She was taken to a male wing of HMP Edinburgh on Thursday afternoon, so yesterday. The Scottish Parliament passed legislation last month aimed at making it easier for people to change their legally recognised sex. But Ms Sturgeon has said the changes did not play any part in the Bryson case. Speaking at First Minister's questions in the Scottish Parliament, Ms Sturgeon said she agreed that it was not possible to have a rapist within a woman's prison. 
don't know why she was thinking to put him there in the first place. But referring directly to the case, she said, it would not be appropriate for me in respect of any prisoner to give details of where they are being incarcerated. But given the understandable public and parliamentary concern in this case, I can confirm to Parliament that this prisoner will not be incarcerated at Cortonville Women's Prison. I hope that provides assurances to the public. And that's the end of the headlines. And we shall be going into Word and Road. That was your line. <laughs> I just was mine, you know. Oh, no, yeah, shame. shame, shame, shame. Apologize. Shame on me, shame on me. Please, because... My bad, sis. You get involved in things. Okay, I'm. this is going all pear-shaped to me right now. I'm not going to lie. But it's fine. <laughs> we can go into the headlines. Word and Road. What? Sorry. <laughs> no. You, you just negated that whole thing now. now. Now it's back on you. Now it's back on me again. <laughs> <laughs> My thing's not updating, it's just me. Okay, guys, sorry. Yes. So here, here we have, no. Um, so basically, um, Lotto Wash from Lotto Boys mm. um, spoke about how um, he, he basically put out a song and spoke about how he was battling with mental health and now he's no longer battling because he's um, born again Christian and um, it was really nice to see, actually. And I think for me, it was like, I love how now a lot of people, especially men, are talking more about their mental health. Yeah. And there's not a lot of stigma like linked to it. And it's quite encouraging for anyone who also is suffering from mental health um, to be open and to speak about in the community. Definitely. So good on him for speaking about that. Um, another note that I want to talk about is Netflix. So from March... Netflix are going to start charging um, for people sharing passwords. So it's an additional £2.40 on top of their monthly subscriptions. Mm. And I think they did like a trial before of testing it out. So if any of you basically are sharing your passwords with your family, mm. just know that you're going to start paying an extra £2.40 on top of your monthly sus- subscription. Do you, um, you got Netflix account, innit? Yeah, but it's not mine. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> the person's account you're using is gonna have to start paying extra two pound forty. I guess, but I'm is not the only person saying. using that person's account. Though. Well, hold on, is it is it per household or is it different households? I'm not really sure, but I think obviously if you have like a family account, yeah, then everyone has like the different what's it called profiles. Yeah, everyone has a different profile. Yeah. So I think that's fine because yeah. you pay for that, right? Yeah. But. Let's say you're using, my, like, I've got, like, yeah. a single whatever, and you've logged in, and I guess it's based on the UPS address IP, or not. UPS? IP address. Yeah. The IP, UPS, the IP, yeah. the IP address. No, but that doesn't every device have a different IP address, no? Yeah, but I guess if it's, like, I'm assuming. I'm, I'm not sure how it works. So if, if you're in the, the living room. It's the yard that you're, it's the router. Okay. That they get IP address One night, so okay, cool. It'll be a different okay, internet cool. that they're using. That's how they can check okay, it. Okay, okay. But, yeah, but I guess also, like, if it's, Regulars, do you get what I mean? Like yeah. you will notice if it's like a regular. No, no. What, what you're saying makes sense. If it's if it's the router IP address and everyone in that house is going to be have the same IP address, no. Mm. Yeah. So if I'm in my house with a different IP address, logging into this account, then it's going to get flagged. Yeah, but but then the reason why I'm not sure though is cause let's say for example my brother, yeah, my brother has a yeah. family account. Yeah. Obviously, we don't live in the same house, mm. and I use his account. Yeah, now because it's allowed. But yeah, because the family's allowed multiple people on it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but once they crack down on it, that's when it won't be allowed. No, no? if he's got a family he's account, he'll fa- no, still be cool. Yeah, oh, that's so, what I'm saying. Oh, you mean, so this is only for single accounts, not family accounts? I mean, they haven't specified. I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, okay. No, definitely. If, you, if he's got a family account and he's paid to allow multiple people to use it, yeah. he's, he's still cool. going to be blessed. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, the person that I'm using has got a family account too. Okay, so do I you think, 
<laughs> have you got your own name on the thing or do you click their one? There's. Then no, that's not, that's not, no. <laughs> I no. think every device has its own IP address. Oh, no, no, no. Every device? Every device has its own IP, IP address. address. Okay. So, is it? So ain't, every... that, ain't that the internet? Every oh, so, oh, device so, has its own IP address. Okay, cool. Address. Yeah, so every laptop yeah. will have its own IP address. Yeah. So then what do Netflix use to know that mm. this particular device isn't in this household? Exactly. You know what I mean? We're all asking the same question, I guess. I don't yeah. know how they're going to like crack down on it in particular. Do you know what I mean? Because that's especially because the multi, the family accounts exist. That's what I'm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If they weren't a thing, then I yeah. guess it'd be it it'd be obvious, right? Yeah. But where that is a thing, I don't know how. But basically, some people are gonna have to start paying an extra two pound forty. Is that enough to make you cancel your subscription though? I don't think it is. Well, but then Netflix increased already, right? They've already I, had I, a I price talk increase. I could like I pay, but I don't think I don't think it's a. Uh, I don't think people are going to really go crazy for that. Increase. Yeah. I think it's something that people can um, manage. Yeah. I mean, I pay for things that I don't really use, to be fair. Like, I've got a Disney account, and I don't remember the last time I actually watched something on Actually, there yeah. and I think it was just because you know when it's free for a couple of months and then yeah. obviously afterwards you start getting charged but I'm just like I'm, one day yeah. I might end up needing it to watch something so like £6 coming out of my account is not the end of the world for mm. me like I spend money on less things less yoga. excuse me no yeah. I haven't purchased anything since Okay. but let's talk about that though because is what? he your goat? Who's my he's goat? not your goat Who? Kanye Right, it's him, man. Oh, yeah, Kanye's your go. Mine. Right, so let's talk about. Well, if anyone in the room is not mine, it's probably yours. If if anyone, maybe Prince. You know. No, but anyway, I just want to quickly talk about him, yeah, because <laughs> remember when um the Blitz Saga thing happened, yeah? yeah. You know how he's just been he's been quiet recently though, because yeah. he's got a new wife and that, mm. but. Do you remember when he was just talking a lot and then talking about the whole Balenciaga thing and talking about they're using people as pawns and child pornography? He had a lot to say yeah. in it about how everyone should cancel Balenciaga. Yeah. Yesterday night, mm. was he not captured shopping in Balenciaga with his wife? Oh, yeah. I said, look. And I was like, this is why people should just stop talking. Mm. Like, just stop talking. Because now look at you, caught red-handed. You even look miserable. Apparently, mm. people, the conspiracy... Theorists believe that he's been swapped out. So it's not really him. Oh, this whole clone. But you know what, though? Bullshit. When I did look at the thing is, when I look, no. Still come on, Tim. No. It's a bit taller. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> when I looked at the photos, yeah, I thought, oh, you look a bit different. I did. I li- no, hear me out. But he's I'm not, a married man now. He's happy, right? I'm not saying he's been cloned yet, but I did look at the pictures and think he looked a bit different. I did think that. I'm In not saying way, he's been cloned. In what way? Like As in he's new a haircut. No, nah, he's just a bit big. He's a bit bigger. Yeah, but that's 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 eating. That's going. To he's the gym. a bit bigger, and he's still he's still <laughs> he's still sporting this awful like ferret looking beard. Ferret. No, I'm not. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling Kanye. I'm not gonna lie. He actually gets on my set. He don't get on my nerves. He gets on my cells. Oh wow. Do you know what I mean? Deeper than nerves. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, man. I can't Deep-root- stand him. Deep rooted. Yeah. All right, and then my last um, talking point is um, about a TikTok um, celebrity, should I say, TikTok star, mm. um, a guy called, oh, why has it gone out of my head? Where's it gone? Randy Gonzalez. That's it, Randy mm. Gonzalez. Um, he passed away. Um, he was battling with cancer. Oh, he's the one who had the skits with his son. Yeah, yeah. so he did a lot of skits with his son, and unfortunately, um, he was battling um, cancer for a while and sadly passed away. It was a uh, colon cancer. Colon cancer, yeah. yeah. And he died, he passed away at the age of 35. Mm. Wow. That is so mad, you know? Yeah. And it's so sad. 
Like, so, so, so sad. So, yeah, um, I guess we should just keep his family in our prayers. That's so sad. But, yeah, that's it from me and Word on Road. Okay. I believe we should go into the People's Journal. Let's do it. All right. So, um, first thing I want to talk about is, um, you guys remember Harold Shipman? I know I remember him. I don't know why his name sounds familiar, but I can't think. Murderer? Yes. Hey? Wait, wait, what, why did you say he would remember? Because he's no, documentary. Yeah, oh. he's type of things, No, but Brent, what did you say? Murderer. Murderer. Oh. He was the guy that, um, the doctor, who was, um, yeah, taking people's lives, isn't it? Basically, give them, kind of like a euthanasia thing, but it was more so him just wanting to do it, kind of thing. What, the people that he was killing, did they want to die, or was he? No, I don't think so, you know? Okay. I don't think so. Shit, man, his name sounds familiar. I can't think of a face or nothing, though. Wait, I put a link up, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just uh, that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, that story. Yeah, I remember yeah. that story. It was a big story. Okay, yeah. I remember it. Yes. Okay. Well, him, yeah, he's a serial killer. Um, He's estimated to have murdered up to 250 people. Oh, right? Yeah, during his time as a GP in uh, Greater Manchester. Basically, he's, his uh, thing has resurfaced, yeah, because a life insurance firm has defended using him in an advertising campaign. Oh. Yeah, mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, cool. people in the industry have been saying, wait, this is just beyond despicable, isn't it? Why, why are you using him for life insurance? God um, needs to calm down, <laughs> and honestly. The, the name of the firm, yeah, the life insurance um, firm is called Dead Happy, yeah? Dead Happy. Wow. Dead Happy, yeah. And they use the image to promote the services, right? And um, with, this is the tagline. Life insurance. Because you never know who your doctor might be. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, yeah, it's it's funny, but it's, it's you know what? That's it's that's crazy. That's though. that's great marketing. No, it is, but it's very it's very it's very yeah. insensitive yeah. for those who were victims of do you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's 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 clever, but it's very, very insensitive. Like if one of my family members was one of his victims, I would not be yeah, I would not be happy yeah. about that at mm-hmm. all. Like you actually think it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? It's making light. 100%. It's making it light-hearted, but this is actually a very serious mm-hmm. thing. Is he in jail? He must be in jail, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Where has he? Has he died? Yeah, two fifty bodies. Two hundred fifty bodies. Come no, on. he died. He died. He, he oh, he died. died. Yeah. Um, he died in jail. Yeah. Two thousand and four. Yeah. And when did he go to jail? Oh, is he that old? Right. Yeah, yeah. He went to jail in two thousand, I believe. Not, yeah. Do you know what? I think it's really annoying, you know, like, and this is a bit out of order, yeah, but not like I want people to suffer, yeah. yeah. But don't you feel like... like I think you, we've had this conversation before. Yeah, like with Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, the way... That annoyed me. Mm. I just thought, this is so quick. Like, do you understand what I mean? Like, yeah. considering... And the way you killed everybody else, yeah, you actually tortured people. Mm. No, actually, no, he says he didn't. He he drugged them, so they didn't feel any pain. Mm. That was his so thing. Do you... You essentially believe that a lifetime of suffering mm-hmm. is a better punishment than, than death. 100%. Do you know why? Mm. Because let me be honest with you. Yeah? I want you to consistently, day in, day out, for the rest of your life, think about your actions. I want you to sit there and be faced with... Look at how shit your situation is and understand that the reason why I'm in this crappy situation mm. is because of what I've done. I want that constant reminder. Yeah. Like, because... I'm never going to get that person back. Mm. I'm never that their child. I'm never going to get that their parent back. Do you know what I mean? Like I just feel like. But how, how do we know what the this, level of trauma? How, that how, people how do we know what have... the spirit does when it dies? Though who knows? He might he might be suffering in death from wherever he is, the realm he's at. No, no, no. I hear that, Yusuf, and and 
Good on you. I mean, that's nice. But in in hell, just suffering. No, 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 no. It's not good enough because the trauma that everybody else has yeah. to deal with, um, because you've done this yeah. terrible act. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to be justified by you getting the death penalty. Okay. But by or, the way, I have no horse in this race. I have no preference. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I know but you. but when I think yeah, about yeah. it, yeah, I always just think like someone getting shot. Like, yeah. do you know what really annoys me? What's that? I think when a mass murderer gets killed, I think that spins my head. Like, I always think, isn't there a way you guys can capture this person without killing, killing them? them. Mm. Because it's such a, I think it's such a cop out. Mm. Like, it's, do you know what I mean? Like, you've just done a mass shooting. You've killed so many people and you're not even going to have to pay for these crimes. Yep. But the thing yep. is, you know, the torture you're describing doesn't exist in the prison system. No. and I'm So not... unless he's just getting battered by his inmates every no, day. no, no, no. I'm not talking... Yusuf, do you know what it is for me? I'm yeah. not talking that level of torture. You're just your human rights being taken away oh, you from mean, you. you just mean just being in prison? Yeah, oh. because you're gonna, you're no longer going to be afforded like basic rights as far as I'm concerned. Well, what if that person acclimatizes to prison life and is just cool with you know, being in prison? That's fine, but you're taken off the streets and you're, no, you're not allowed to progress in life. That's fine. So this is you. This is, this is your glass ceiling. Mm. I'm happy with that. That's punishment in itself. You have to live for the next 30 years. And let's say you actually survive those 30 years as well. Like you yeah. actually, for the next 30 years, this is your glass ceiling. Mm. Deal with that. Because if that don't kill you, do you know what I mean? I don't know what will. That's, what I, that's how I'm seeing it. But honestly, the mass killing, like killing a mass murderer, a mass shooter, it always, get, I just always think, oh, mm. I find it so unfair because you're generally not going to have to answer for your crimes. Literally. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. No, man. Yeah. Yeah. Rattles me to my core, literally. Well, they, they said, uh, what did they say? They basically said it was just meant to make people stop and think. Right? This is what the company said. No. And that um, they wanted it to be provocative, but not really to offend people. Obviously, I don't know how they've... Yeah, obviously they didn't think this through. Daniel but, yeah. X says that he used to work with them at his old company, and they always tried to push the edge of the envelope, mm. and their staff are the same. Mm. So basically, they're willing to risk it for a chocolate biscuit mm. all the time. Mm. Like that's, that's modern their. marketing. That's their thing. Okay. But if you if you saw that advert, Emmanuel, wouldn't it speak to you? Because you're not really quote unquote like sensitive, are you? Yeah. But at the same time, you I know what I'm saying. Well, you mean if, if he was sorry? If, you mean if he was one of the? If he was looking for insurance, a member, he would probably choose them because they captured his interest. But you know the thing is, if you do a, a, a slogan like that, yeah, I kind of feel like you won't pay me my money. It's not happening. <laughs> they just don't seem legit. Yeah, no, I think uh, an ad like that is giving off not serious vibes. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. so I would, I would stay away from them. I look mm. at them as some rogue company. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's not. Yeah. It's not giving mature. Yeah. Well, next thing I want to talk about is basically your tax. Everyone's paying tax, right? HMRC and whatnot. Apparently, nearly 400,000 self-employed people on low incomes are being penalised for filing their tax returns late when most of them don't even owe tax. Well, damn. Yes. I sent my shit to my accountant last week. You better. <laughs> no, literally. Mine was... It's, 20, it's the 31st, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. I did mine um, before Christmas. Have, have you guys ever, like, done your own due diligence? Due diligence. 
No, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. As a whole, what, what do you mean? As, as in, done, done like, myself? Yeah, yeah, looked and thought. Let me double check that my account knows what he's doing. Do you know? Do you no. know what it is, Iman? Yeah, mm. I don't have the capacity. Like, I feel like life is stressful enough as it is. Yeah, mm. and I'm paying for convenience. Yeah. So in my head, yeah, I don't have the capacity. Even though I probably should, mm-hmm. because human error is a thing in it. Do you understand what I mean? So 100. Mm-hmm. percent But I just know, I don't have the capacity. To even delve down that realm, and also, yeah. are you happy with yeah. the um, results? Yeah, I'm yeah. good. Yeah, I'm happy <laughs> with the results. Also, my my accountant is my brother-in-law. Mm. For oh, okay. one, this and is two, I'm I'm happy with the results. <laughs> so I don't. You said to... that again, like you you, <laughs> <laughs> you you led with that, and you came back to so that. So I ain't gotta it. do no double checking okay. over here. We good. Obviously, yeah, like this country's tax um, arrangements and stuff is different to America with the IRS and whatnot. Yeah, but I remember listening to um, have I said this on the show? I'm not too sure. Uh, Montel Jordan, yeah. He was talking about how he was, um, he, he had to pay back about one point something million, basically, to IRS. And obviously the reports was like, he's evading tax, this and yeah. the third, right? And this is how the story started. He basically had a situation where he needed a loan from Def Jam at the time. Yeah? Yeah. As you know, he was signed to them and whatnot, yeah. yeah? They were like, okay, cool, we ain't going to give you a loan, but we'll, go, we'll sell some particular thing to you, whatever. Sorry, sell this particular thing to us, um, publishing or something, right? Yeah. For 50K and his repeats, right? Cool. His accountant forgets to factor that into his whole thingy. Mm. IRS realized, but they don't tell you, obviously, right? They'll never do, right? Never they, they build up a case in it first. Exactly. Not only that, interest. Mm. Apparently, after certain after the cutoff date, it's something like eleven percent every day. Mad. Fifty thousand pound dollars yeah. turned into one point something million. That's mad. That's and that's mad. that is crazy. There you go. I, yeah. I saw the other day that I had to pay four million in tax. Isn't Chris Brown? I saw yeah, it. Was Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Yeah, it was Chris Brown. And when I saw that, I thought you that you're coming to show us that you've got blooming dolls in your house. Go and sell your clothes. You're there dodging the tax man. This is it. And 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 what's his name? Monte Jordan was basically saying anytime you see entertainers, people who are rich in these type of situations, it's not because they don't want to pay tax. Mm. It's just a mistake, okay. and the IRS doesn't tell you. Yeah. Ninety-five percent of the time, it's it's that basically. So you need to basically really be onto. I've seen it happen though, even over here, like an influencer before when she started YouTube. She was, mm. and I remember, I think this was before YouTube and like influencing yeah. became like regulated and you had to start paying mm-hmm. tax on it. So before people just do what they wanted and then things changed. And I think she got hit with a hefty fine um, for not paying tax on that money she was getting from YouTube. Mm. Don't you think tax is like the dumbest thing in the world? Like, not dumb, but like, mm. no, not tax, interest. I think that? it's interest because I'm just like, not like it's free money, yeah, but it's like, mm-hmm. to me, it's like getting a parking fine. Okay. You know when I get a parking fine, yeah? Mm. I get so angry because I literally feel like I've just done this. Run away money, yeah. Like, yeah. that's what I feel like I'm doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. literally. Yeah. yeah. Like, literally. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like you don't need to take this from me. Like, generally speaking, you, you actually don't. Yeah. I, I, see, I see it kind of like um, car insurance. I think that's the worst scam in the history of all mankind. Okay, co- um, correct <laughs> yeah. me if I'm wrong, yeah? Mm. Wasn't there a period where you didn't have to have car insurance? I'm not too sure. I, I remember Because I remember having... when I was younger. Yeah. No, it, it was. In, it wasn't not, when you were not, younger. No, not in... <laughs> exactly. 18, no, 19. No, not in, not in hours. I'm sure, like, my mum, like, them times, like, when I was a kid and stuff, like, tax... <sighs> car insurance wasn't... Like, you know how now it's illegal to not have car insurance? Yeah. What I'm saying is, I'm sure there was a period where it wasn't like a legal requirement. No, I, th- I think um, the was, license thing was, yeah. um, wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't have no, people, as in, 
many people basically was driving with no license. But as mm. long as you had your insurance, you was, you was fine. Okay. My dad didn't have a license for time, you know. There you go. But you had insurance, right? I don't know, but, he, but after 20 years, one day they nabbed him. I couldn't stop laughing. I remember my mom was driving about. I was like, you've been for driving time. for 20 years with no license. Throughout my, 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 my youths, my mom yeah. was driving, innit? Yeah. When I was older, I found out she never had a license. My dad told me, innit? But he goes, don't, don't tell <laughs> don't her, you tell know. Don't tell her that you know, yeah. <laughs> she was breaking the law. <laughs> I was say, my mom too, but. <laughs> so yeah, but man. Mom, you got a license. She just. She's <laughs> 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 been driving this whole, this, my whole life you've been driving. Yeah. Got a car and everything. <laughs> That's mad. Fantastic. But I think car insurance is needed though, because I'm not gonna lie, I see accidents all the time. Yeah. Like, I see accidents almost every week. I see accidents. Not like live, but being. I see the the results of it all the time. Yeah. I mean, and because we're not getting into them, we think, ah, oh, what's the point? But no, I think if you think about how many accidents happen per day, mm. it's not little, you know. No, yeah, I think I, I don't think car insurance is, is silly. I've mm. never been in an accident, but touch words would even. Yes, and, I've, and, I've, and also, <laughs> I've, I've been accidents. I've been in two accidents as well. Really? Yeah. So why are you laughing? Let me see what I've done. You bent your head or you did... What did you do? Yeah, like that. <laughs> what? The fuck? No. I said, where's wood? wood? Where's wood? Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to be the fuck. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's what It's fine. Um, you know, it is. With car insurance, I just feel like if um, <laughs> you don't need it, yeah, give it back to me. That's how I say it. If I'm not needed... Yeah, but that, that, that's what the no claims bonus is, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. But I didn't think of it like that. Yeah, so that makes your right. insurance cheaper. But my insurance went up the other day though. Why? Went up by nine pounds. I don't know. Is it You're inflation? crying over nine pounds. Okay, up, sorry, 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 sorry. You give me nine pounds. You know what? Send me nine pounds. You have, <laughs> you have my account details. Alright, cool. Matter of fact, send me nine pounds for the whole year. Alright, cool. nine times twelve. No, do it, do I'm gonna right send, no, I'm sending you nine pounds right yeah. now. No, no, not nine pounds. No, send you me nine pounds. Times twelve. You told me to send you nine pounds. No, you mean the whole year extra? I'm sending you nine pounds. Nine. What's nine times twelve? Email. Send me 108 pounds. <laughs> Send me 108, man. <laughs> it's going to be that fun. All right. Well, next thing I want to talk about is about um, premium bond price rates. Yeah. Basically, that's um, hitting its highest in 14 years. Anybody got a premium bond account? Mm. No, please. Right. <laughs> Basically, yeah. It's just one of those accounts where instead of interest, yeah, it's obviously a very summarized version, but instead of interest, mm they kind of put you into a draw based on the amount of money you have in your account. And then you could win the prizes of like £25, 100k, different things in that. So you get you get no interest, you just get put into that draw. So basically, um, what they're saying is the highest um, it's ever been, well, in the last 14 years, is basically upon us. Um, there's going to be extra prizes worth about £50 up, all the way up to 100k, and it's going to be available. Um, but the overall chances of winning still remains the same as before that, innit? So that's one thing. And the last thing I'm talking about is basically um, Jeremy Hunt, the Chancellor. Basically, obviously, he's getting a lot of criticism. Um, obviously, he kind of helped the market, or at least stabilised it after Chrissy Quarting and Liz Truss, um, I guess, were fired or walked out or whatever it may be, resigned. But obviously, people are talking about growth. Yes, you, you've kind of sustained it, but what are we going to do about growth in it? And so um, today, he's meant to be um, giving a speech in central London, which is going to be outlining um, all these type of things, pretty much. Um, he basically will outline the opportunities and what he called the growth sectors, which will define this century. He also he's also going to be talking about pledging to build um, build on the freedoms which Brexit provides. So all this type of stuff he's going to be talking about today. So hopefully next week I should be able to give an update on that. But that's it, man. Pretty much for the People's Journal. Let's go into topic of the day. <laughs> 
All right, guys, yeah. So I was watching a little clip here from, I'm not sure if you guys know him yet. His name's called Zuby. Mm-hmm. He's, he's kind of known on Twitter, I think, right? Anyway, he's got his own kind of niche type of following over there, isn't it? I saw a random clip of his, and he was chatting to somebody who went to, I think she was at Harvard. And it was basically this race game, right, um, that they played in, in, one, of their, in the, one of their lectures and, what, and whatnot. And I guess it was meant to be for bonding purposes or whatever it may be. But I wanted to kind of explain the game to you guys and tell me what you guys think of it, yeah. And essentially, what it is, is everyone in the class, obviously from various demographics, genders, this and the third, right, sexualities, whatever it may be, everyone lines up, I guess, kind of against this wall, yeah. Let's just say halfway in, in, the, in the room, right? Everyone's holding hands. Yeah. And then the lecturer says a few things and you have to react to what he's basically saying. I'm going to tell you what he says in a minute. And basically the, the, the job is for everybody to kind of hold onto everyone's hands as much as possible, yeah? And so these are some of the questions, basically. And then he tells you what to do. Yeah, so he's like, okay, um, who's come from basically immigrant parents? Whose parents were immigrants? If that's the case, take two steps back. Yeah? You're still holding someone's hand, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Right. So you can immediately already see yeah, where some people are going to be like this yeah. and that, and that yeah? Um, whose parents have a business? Take one step forward. Mm. Whose parents earn more than 50K or mm. 100K? Mm. Take two steps forward. Mm. Uh, whose parents, no, who, who come from single parent households? Take two steps back. Who's been to prison? This time, you know them type of, them type yeah, of comments yeah. there? Mm. So eventually, everyone's hands start breaking apart, innit? Mm. Mm-hmm. And so you, you can kind of gauge how this particular classroom's looking, mm. what races or what, um, people with, I guess, certain political uh, affiliations, where they would be, right, above other people. And then he says, okay, that wall over there, everyone now run to it. And basically, that's the end of the game. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Firstly, what do you guys think about that? I think, in my head, yeah, mm-hmm. the way I saw it was a lot of ethnic people were, like, round about in the same place. Okay. And then the non-ethnics were mm-hmm. around about in the same place. And yeah. then when it's run into the wall, the non-ethnics had an advantage. That's how I saw it playing out in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially. So was, was it first first people to the wall wins, basically? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. It's the exact same way you described it to you. Do you feel like that particular game is does more good than does more harm than good? Because obviously, as, as this is happening, based yeah. on the questions, everyone's thinking that. Hold on, were those, were those kids or... Oh, these these are people in, in just started unit, maybe nineteen oh, okay. twenty, okay. something like that. And what was what was the lecturer's purpose of this? As we're gonna we're gonna get into that oh. after, yeah. But based on just that, what what would you be thinking if you were involved in that particular game? Why the hell am I doing this? Mm. Like, what's the purpose of this? Is it what are you trying to show me? What lesson are you, do you want to teach us right now? Whatever, okay. Whatever lesson that you're, I guess the first thing that comes to mind. Mm. Do you feel like that game accurately represents it? Not really, because it's generalizing. It's do, do you know what I think for me? It mm-hmm. would just highlight that we don't all run equal races in life. And I guess a lot of us know it, mm-hmm. but I feel like obviously you get to kind of see it play out. Uh, it? Yeah, I, I don't think that that game, for me anyway, would show me anything I don't already know. Yeah, but I think, but do you know what I think? I do think though, those, I think those that are privileged, mm-hmm. My 
I guess, see outside of their bubble. I feel like generally when you're privileged, right? Mm-hmm. I think all of us, like everyone has some sort of privilege in life. Mm. You don't think about those that are not, or you don't think about how things affect those yeah. those outside of that privilege. Mm. So I feel like a game like that, mm-hmm. even if the shoe was reversed, do you get what I mean? Like yeah. would highlight to those that are privileged, how those that are underprivileged kind of, mm-hmm. th- like their disadvantage, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Do you feel like highlighting that privilege, what do you think it would do in the minds of those people? So yes, it highlights it. Mm. Now I'm aware. What comes next? You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. It might just obviously it'll make them more aware. Mm-hmm. It might just awaken, you know, thoughts that they already had. Because I don't feel like at a certain age, I feel like you're kind of privy to social structure, society, race. So you kind of know that the results of this game, mm-hmm. for the most part, will play out in the same way. Mm. Will play out the way you think it's going to play out. And it might just reinforce certain things. Okay. So it may reinforce certain things, yeah. Do you feel as though... Um, the people who kind of see themselves at the back there right, mm-hmm. may start to develop some type of resentment. Because you could come to this classroom initially at the beginning of the year and feel like we're all equal. But the thing we is, made it yeah, it might. But that was, you think that it's like when you go to watch, watch slave, a, No, but watch, I literally was going to say yeah, that. You go, like watch, go a, to watch a slave, a slave movie mm-hmm. and you come out there furious. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. that fury will just die down anyway. again. But I think it can do different okay. things though because it might make you want to work hard to break that. Do you know what I mean? Just okay. to... All right, I'm gonna try and work to get to where to get to yeah. that place. Mm. Although I know I've got extra hurdles that I need to, yeah. I need to what's it called? But you know when you're kind of high, when you get to see it, yeah, it might make you uncomfortable and think, you know, this isn't my story. Like this doesn't mm. have to be my story. If yeah. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I guess yeah. So, so you know, the game might reinforce something, but it might motivate you. Mm. It might be some sort of awakening. Okay. Like I knew this already, but to see it play out in this way mm. has you know. Sparks come from my mind now. Now I've got to push forward and try to make up for this disadvantage that I've, you know, mm. been born into. I but guess. would you exactly? But would you feel some type of way of feeling like, well, the world's unfair then? It is, but Could do you know that what? Hold you back? No, because I feel like we're very aware that the world is unfair, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of us understand that a lot of us understand that this is disadvantage that we have anyway. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, what can you do? Mm. Like, nothing's going to change. Yeah. You can't change that. All you've got to do is kind of, like, thrive in it and make the best out of the card you've been dealt. Mm. That's sad. That's just how life is, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Okay. Marks, what do you think? Um, what about the game? Mm-hmm. Mm. What's your observations, basically? What sticks out to you? I don't see... I don't see how... Um, Obviously, I understand that it's pointing out the differences between the different kids and the different mm-hmm. demographics, showing everybody's from different backgrounds, so they've got different struggles. Yeah. I don't see how turning them, turning around and running back to the wall mm. and then making out like the, anyone that's at the back mm. has got an advantage or something mm. like this. Disadvantage. I don't, mm. I, don't like the, I don't like the optics of that because I don't think, I don't okay. understand what's, where's the advantage? What, cause what's, the wall, what's the wall represent? Let's I guess say, where you want to get to in life. Yes, I say the wall represents the end of the game. As in, you you win the game if you get to the wall first. So those who have a head start in this game will get to the wall first. Don't yeah, get wrong. That's implying that they're gonna that they're gonna win 
If that yeah. makes sense. What, yeah. yeah, but what? Just the game. But what's the game? Rep- so they're going to be more it successful. Could be, it could be success. Yeah. yeah. So the minorities, the people at the back, the people with more thing are going to be more successful. The people at the back will be less. Less successful. Because you're running, you're running the other direction now. If that makes sense. So, 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 for example, all the disadvantages, the single parent household. What the walls in front of them or behind them? Yeah, in front of them. Oh, it's in front of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought they turned around and ran back behind. No, them. no, no. Oh, no, no. I got, forward. I got that. I got that. So wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was confused. When that's why I was so confused. I was thinking that don't make no sense. Mm. I don't understand why they're trying to package it like that. But so, um, yeah. I mean, but if <clears throat> if the blacks still reach the wall first, doesn't it just point out? The athletic. <laughs> no, I, I wanted to say that, but I didn't want to say it. I think you've got some fast twitch fibers at the back. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it will highlight that as well, to though. Okay. I mean, it could do, but it still it still requires someone like you saying, but more effort. effort but, more yeah, but work, yeah, but yeah, yeah. but it also show that ethics have to work twice as hard. And even though you yeah. can be, you know, you people could, could have a hair start on you, but you can if you work that hard, work that yeah. hunger, that drive could actually spur you further yep. than them. Yeah, yeah. What would you say to somebody that says, okay, well, this so-called disadvantage is actually good for black people? Considering, especially in America, you come from slavery, or us, we come from colonial um, countries and, um, and stuff like this. We all suffer from some type of imperialism or colonialism, slavery, this and the third, right? If we didn't have white people or people who are, I guess, doing better than us, w- we wouldn't necessarily put in as much effort to actually get to where we need to in life. What would you say to somebody who says that, because maybe that's something they, they've observed from this particular game. You see yourself back here, and now you're putting in more effort to actually get there ahead of them. Mm. What should I feel about that? No, I don't know. I don't think. Not really, though, because I feel like even if you were like if you was to remove yourself from like that setting, mm-hmm. and let's just go to like a black country or like a space where there's just all black people. Mm-hmm. I don't think that removes competition and wanting to be better than others or tr- striving to push forward. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, but the, the the factors, the parameters would be different. So let's just say it was Nigeria now. Yeah. The factors might be okay if you're if you belong if you're that class exactly class or a particular tribe mm. take two steps forward. If you're mm. Yoruba, Yoruba four steps back, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, fair enough. So it, it kind of changes. Love I don't it. think. No, do you know what it is? I just don't <laughs> think we need white people to 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 make us work yeah, harder cause like because it's like oh thank you guys so because mm. of you i'm gonna really push and strive to be the but be- no like to me it's even giving too much power yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't like, okay. it's like okay cool you're saying black people are now we're born at a disadvantage we are the lower tier yeah and these white people work as our motivation why does that have to be our stories yeah that's, that's I'm not what feeling i'm feeling it yeah mm. it's, it's, it's 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 not given Mm-mm. So, so you, you feel as though you guys would, if there was no competition, you guys would perform exactly the same. I'm a competitive person, so for yeah. me, I compete against my. I'm not gonna lie. I don't, I don't live yeah. life thinking I'm competing against white people. You know, no. I compete against anybody. Yeah, but white, but, black. But you're I, competing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, but, we yeah, are. Yeah, but yeah, no, a hundred percent. That's a part of life, competition. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't live my life saying I need to beat the white man. Yeah. I'm beating whoever's in my way. It's not about yeah. being white, black, Chinese, or other. Okay, but then what? What would you say to, again to somebody who says, "Well, I think maybe you should be competing against a white man because in in, in social uh, in, in our social interactions now, for example, um, white people, for example, have certain advantages. It's going to be easier for them yeah. to to progress in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So shouldn't be that be who we should be comparing no, ourselves against? Remember, remember, I'm competing by default anyway. I don't need to um, 
home in on a specific target is what I'm saying. If I'm if I'm in the world competing, mm-hmm. then I'm competing against whoever comes against me, white, black, whoever. So I don't, I don't need to be, I don't need to say, okay, I'm only gonna mm-hmm. deliberately compete yeah. against white people. Yeah. So I'm gonna go into an area or field which is predominantly mm-hmm. white based and try to succeed there because I'm black and they're white. It's, it's not necessarily about you saying you're gonna go into a particular field yeah. and d- dominate by whites, but it's more yeah. so like, let's just say you're a rapper now. Yeah. You're like, okay, I'm you seven, I'm gonna start rapping now, right? Yeah. Cool. You're now in an arena amongst um, the little Dirks and, and, and the little Yotties and stuff. Yeah. That's your competition. Yeah. But if somebody says, you know what? There's a sick opportunity. I want you to do a versus with Jada Kiss. Mm. Are you writing the same type of bars? What do you mean same type of bars? As in, would you not step up your, your, your pen game? Because it's Jada Kiss. Yeah. Yeah, because Jada Kiss. That's what I'm trying to say to you. So if, if, if you're, for example, in life, just thinking, you know, I'm competing against everybody. I don't have necessarily a particular person or thing or race or whatever. In no, that's mind. different though, because that's a one-on-one competition. So... I know yeah. who my target is. It's Jada Kiss. Yes. In life, in general, I don't. There's no faces. If I apply for a job, mm-hmm. there's hundreds of people applying for these jobs, right? Yes. So I'm competing with the field. Yes. It's not me and this one other person who I know who the person is, and I know their caliber. I know mm-hmm. Jada Kiss's caliber, mm. so I can tailor my approach because I know Jada Kiss is that nigger. But if I'm applying for a job, I'm not. I don't know the credentials of other candidates. I'm just. Apply, I'm just. I'm the spec of the job is what I'm aiming towards. Yeah, hundred percent. But. But wouldn't you say then, I guess, in just certain areas of life, right? Yeah. That if, if it is that we can acknowledge that white people, typically, for example, people who are not minorities, yeah, in yeah. any particular country, to be fair, yeah. um, are excelling and have a particular advantage. Yeah. Surely to get to a certain level of notoriety in your particular field, yeah. you're going to be up against those who are excelling in that country. Yeah. And, uh, That's what I'm saying. So in, in a mind, no, but what I'm would it is... not be better for us to then say, you know what, let me picture somebody Oh, are you, you actually like you talking about me visualizing something? Yeah, potentially, and and actually understanding who your competition is. No, but no, but I know who my competition is. I don't. I don't need to, like, if I'm applying for a role, mm-hmm. in a, just say I'm applying for a role at a, a bank. Yeah, yeah. I know that. I know. I can just, depend on what the job is, mm-hmm. the spec of the job. Yeah. My background. Yeah. What I know that employer is requiring. Mm-hmm. I can. I can. You know, assume what it feels like. Yeah. Because, you know, people are only going to apply for this job if they have the necessary experience, yes. knowledge, and know-how. So that's the field. I'm mm-hmm. not attaching, necessarily attaching faces to it and, and visualizing who it is. I don't care who it is, white, black, or other. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Let, let me let me throw the question to you guys as well, yeah? And Brent as well, yeah? Do you feel like maybe, not necessarily, obviously, attaching a face to it, yeah. but maybe um, having a consciousness of those who are likely, who likely have an advantage over me does better than rather having a blanket... I'm just competing because I want to get it, regardless of who I'm competing against. So you're saying it's better to know who you're competing against? Not necessarily, but actually visualize who a particular... Visualize those who who likely have an advantage over you, mm. rather than just thinking we're all kind of competing together and I'm just going to do my best. Yeah, but I think, I think we know, like, to talk to myself again, I know that mm. others will have advantage over me. If I if I go in for a job, mm-hmm. right, and I know maybe there might be a candidate who's more qualified. Yeah. I even think, okay, cool. Uh, can even based on the the interview itself and meeting the the the, the interviewers, mm-hmm. I might be like, you know what? Just based on our interactions, mm-hmm. they might pick someone who's this way, that way. They might yeah. even want to pick a woman. Yeah. So sometimes not even just about race. It might oh, be yeah, about gender too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I feel like I do. I don't visualize it, but I do have an idea. Mm-hmm. Of what the field might be like, okay, and you know, what the other, you know, you know what I mean. I, yeah, I, I yeah. do, I do have a kind of a, a, an idea in my head, but I don't, I don't visualize it in the way you're describing. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that's a that's a bad approach. Yeah. I'm, I'm basically just saying, would it help? Could it potentially help black people, for example? Let's just put, put it this way. Let's just say you went for a, a job application, like you're saying, right? Yeah. And you've got, um, let's just say you're up against five people, one person from every race. Yeah. Right? And you're the black person in that particular mm. thing. In your mind, you're probably thinking, okay, cool. Everyone's equal playing field, perhaps. Yeah. Or maybe if the white person has an advantage, maybe just a tiny bit, this, that, and third. Mm. But nothing that makes you feel like, oh, I'm disadvantaged here, right? You're just going to compete. But if you've s somehow found out, right, that would there be a difference in how you approach your interview preparation if you found out two different scenarios where one, everyone you're competing against is black. Mm. It's a white business, right? White industry. Everyone you're competing against is black. And number two, if everyone you're competing against is white. Change my approach. You know what? I don't think I would, you know. I think okay. my approach is, you know, universal. I don't feel like I'll... What would I need to change? Do I need to, you know, code switch a bit more? You know, like, <laughs> put on my people voice a bit more, a higher <laughs> octave? Like, mm. no. Okay. I, I think it'll be the same, to be fair. What about you guys? I wouldn't know. I have no experience in this. <laughs> <laughs> never had a job interview? No. Go ahead. Okay, all right. Sorry. <laughs> no, I've never had a job interview. Thank you. Yeah, but I think one thing I can say is just to say, you know, sometimes you have like um, interview days where the employees, you know, interviewing everyone on the same day, and everyone's waiting in the lobby. Yeah, and you so get to see everyone. You you walk into the lobby. Let's say I walk into the lobby now, and everyone's sitting down. And I see five white guys, mm. and it's just me. I'm the only black guy. Um, does that? Do you think that would like not knock your confidence? But do you think it would like? Do you get what I mean? That's exactly what do I'm getting. Do you think at. that would have an impact on how I? come across in the yeah. interview. Mm -hmm. No. It will just have a it might have a it might have an effect on me thinking about my likelihood of getting a job. Mm. Me thinking, okay, cool, they're probably gonna hire one of these white boys, not me. Yeah. That's what I'd think. But I wouldn't be like, okay, cool, I need to go in there and act a certain way because mm -hmm. the field is white and now now I gotta come across what no. The way I intended to come across before I before I got mm -hmm. here, it's the same thing I'm gonna do, which is the best of my ability. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I would feel like, you know what? Yeah, there's too many white guys here. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's what I mean, yeah. yeah but, but saying that, though, if you feel like, you know, there's too many white um, guys here, yeah. do you not feel like subconsciously that's putting some type of opening the door to failure? It is. I think for me, yes, because I know that my confidence mm -hmm. would, would, would take a few, like, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's just me. I can't speak for everybody else, but mm -hmm. I know that. Not my heart would sink, but there'd be a, like a oh, kind of feeling. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I wouldn't be as confident, mm -hmm. if that makes sense, yeah. as opposed to it being like a mixed group. Mm -hmm. I think, I think, I don't think it'd be as bad if there was um, loads of black people either. No, but I do think my my thought process, if there was like loads of black people, people would be okay. This is definitely a tick box quota. There's only going to they're only going to pick one of us. So do you know what I mean? I mm -hmm. think there's also that as well. Okay. But what about, mm. what about the reverse? If there was five white men and just me, I might think, you know what? Because I'm the only black guy. They oh, might, you might, what's they that might thing hire called, me. Um, affirmative exactly. action. That's it. Exactly. You know there I mean? is that as well. Exactly. So that, I, might, I might be, oh, you know what? I think I've got a good chance, you know, because I'm the mm. only black guy. Mm. Mm -hmm. And they might be looking for someone a bit, a bit you know what Yeah, I mean? that is true. That's a good way to look. At it. I think mm. that's how we should approach it. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to the confidence thing. Yeah, but that's me, and I'm. Yeah, I don't think it'll knock my confidence in regards to my performance. It'll just knock my confidence in regards to me thinking that am I gonna get it? Mm. Mm. I mean, especially depending on who the interviewers are and how I assess their psyche and kind of what I think they're looking for based on how they come across, what questions they ask me, even their demeanor. Mm. 
Mm. No, they talk, they talk about our oh, team fit and all that shit. Like, mm. Are you going to pick the team? Yeah, because sometimes... Culture. Yeah, the culture. Because yeah, culture. sometimes you have interviews and you speak to the person and you're thinking, yeah, I, I, I could do this job, but I don't think me and you would get along. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. It happens. Do you feel like this particular game, yeah, would more so accurately, considering the landscape of just humanity and our interactions, right, would more accurately describe the differences in maybe uh, political... Uh, dispositions and economic status rather than race and gender for example rather economic than status for sure yeah I think defo yeah economic status mm. is, is I, I still think I still think race is something that will highlight though because I feel like you think, but that's you think, do you think, accurately you think economics and, and race are kind of like intertwined in this in this exercise? yeah because I because I feel like a lot of the I feel like a lot of the things that will get spoken about mm-hmm. um, will affect a certain demographic more than the other. Do you mm-hmm. get what I mean? That's why for me, I feel like race will still be very evident. Yeah. If that do, makes sense. Do you have other questions there? No, no, this is me just saying certain questions. Like I heard like two questions. Okay, okay. Oh, you, oh, good. I was going to play in my head and see where I end up. Do I end up, yeah, yeah, back there? or am I, I mean, I can throw a few questions. Yeah, go on. So for example, who comes from immigrant parents, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I guess all of us. Yeah, who's, who's right, first cool. generation... Um, yeah, same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, whose first language is, is English? As in our parents or our language? No, us. Okay. Ours, right? Yeah. Um, who was raised in an impoverished uh, background? Whose parents have degrees? Whose parents got degrees? Whose parents had um, jobs, non-skilled jobs? That makes sense. So more like the cleaning, cab driver, all that type of stuff. But as opposed to, you know what I mean, doctors, lawyers. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm at the back, boy. In the back. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, you asked me where? where, where no, I'm not. Oh, no, 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 no. Just, not. just yeah, yeah. Just oh, <laughs> just throwing it out there. Yeah. I thought you had more questions. That's yeah, 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 yeah. I've just thought you were expanding it. Oh, but yeah. Um, who comes from single parent households? No, not me. I okay. came from both my parents. Whose parents have businesses? Nope. So that would then push you forward now, right? Yeah. Um, whose parents earn more than 150k? That push you forward. Whose parents are doctors, lawyers? I push it forward. So obviously, the divide is just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But based on those questions I'm saying, do you feel like, again, like I'm saying, it kind of accurately depicts the differences, the things the things that can affect us based on race or more so economic status? I think it's a bit of both. I think they're, I don't, I definitely, I think they're intertwined. Yeah, you think they, they just can't be, yeah, can't I be separated? Thought, yeah. Okay. Miles based on where, based on where we are, like mm-hmm. us being in the West. Like you said, if this was in Nigeria or Ghana, it's different. Yeah. But over here, I think, yeah. Mm. And also, it, it depends on the pool, isn't it? Depends on the pool. Depends on, does it also depend on location though? Because if you went to an affluent area, mm-hmm. which was, which had a nice uh, diverse scope of black and white, okay. and you've done this game with those set of kids or whatever, mm. you have different results. That is very true. Right? Yeah. So I think it depends on location too. I mean, so, so that means it's less so about race, in the, in in that example. You yeah, think? because yeah. for example, look at look at okay, look at um, this is a super example, but um, Fresh Prince. So mm. kids like Carlton, Ashley, yeah. Hillary, who have you know who come from well-off parents, who dad is a lawyer, mum's a, a a lecturer or a professor. Mm. Yeah, those questions they're gonna be, yeah, to the front. So if you go to that type of area, you get different results. But mm. then, yes. Um, but 
when you go to that type of area, and if you was to ask those questions, there'd be a lo- there'd be less of them. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, like, no, yeah. like they're like a, they're the... like an anomaly. Even mm-hmm. when you even when you look at their friends yeah. and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Look at Car- Carton's a prime example. So you're saying there'll he be didn't the have only, any black friends. There'll be only black people mm. in the exercise anyway. Yes, and that. that's what I mean. So that's why again I'm saying race plays a big role because even if you even if you're changing the pool, yeah. The amount of black people or ethnics you're going to have in that pool is going to be minuscule. Mm. Again, highlighting my point that I think race is very... Do you know what I mean? Assuming all of us um, are kind of more so at the back, right? Yeah. <laughs> Would we look at those particular people in front of us in a particular... In a bad way, kind of? Not, not me really, personally, because no. This is the work of their parents, isn't it? This is not, mm. this is, this is not the work of them. Yeah. So I can't, I, can't, I can't be angry at them. Or you know the advantages that they got because if if the shoe was in the other foot and I yeah. had the advantages, mm-hmm. I feel good myself. So I can't yeah. can't knock, I can't knock people for their advantages. What if you looked in front of you and you saw half of them were black? Sorry, half of them were white and half of them were black. Would that change anything in your mind? Would you think this is? Oh, you mean you mean if I was at the back? Yeah, you're still and, at the back. We're still was, at the back. But we look ahead and think, wait a minute. There's black people up there too. And I just feel like I'm just down bad. I'll be so angry at my parents. Like, you know what I mean? like, I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, damn. Like, like, look at the family like, I was born into, kind yeah. of thing. Like, mm. it will make, to be honest, it will make me want to change the narrative for my family. Is mm. it? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd look at it and think, especially seeing black people there, it would be motivating. And I think, nah, man. Like, yeah, it will go from the plight of black people to the plight of self. Like, yeah. This is my, because if they're black and white and they're flourishing, why am I yeah. not? So I guess this is it will it'll be more internal, more of an internal search. Yeah. Than okay. a, 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 broad, a broad search. So Marcus, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the situation? So say you, for example, you're more side of back here with us. <laughs> In your mind, you're thinking, especially the type of person you are, you're driven, you want to get to certain places, nothing's gonna stop you. How do you feel about seeing the same people in front of you though? Does that affect your confidence in any type of way? No, I don't think it affects my confidence. It just makes me aware. It just makes me more aware of the situation I'm in. Okay. And kind of like what Gina said, it'll probably, probably like make me spur me on. So mm. if my kids or my kids' kids play this game, exactly, then they'll be in a different position exactly. to me. You get me? Mm. That's probably what I would probably take from it. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be offended by anyone that's in front of me or anything, whether they're white or black or whatever. It's just this is that's the hand you was dealt, isn't it? What if you look to the right and left of you and you and you hear people, you know, as they as they do, converse to about their situation, saying, "Man, this game is rigged. You know, mm. there's no point in me even trying to get to that wall. I'm obviously not going to beat Bianca and Jessica and Sally and them. You mm. know what I'm saying? So mm. let me just do all right. If I get to the middle of the room, it's all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That type of mentality. Why? Yeah, I think it depends. What What is the wall representing, really, though? Success. As in, for example, right. if you don't reach the wall, if you don't reach the wall, what does it mean? Your life is not your life, isn't a success, or you haven't reached. You know what I mean, like, what does okay. the wall represent? Because everyone has a different journey. Yeah, everyone has a different endpoint and a start point in it, and not everyone reaches the wall. But it doesn't mean that they had a less of a life. Hundred percent. So, what does the wall really mean? I guess it, it may mean the most ideal scenario for you okay so um when competing with everybody else because yeah. again if you only get to the middle yeah of the room maybe yeah. you're just where but, those people but does are. that is the does the wall represent because i'm assuming the rule doesn't represent happiness in life it represents some form of financial economical success as opposed to just being happy right 
Yes, I don't, yeah. don't want to cut you, but I, I do want to um, just quickly just say sometimes those things are tied to happiness, though. What's that? So, sometimes those things are tied to happiness. Your success. Yeah, no, no, I know it is, but I'm okay. saying, is it just solely based on? It's, yeah, it's more so aspirations <laughs> in life and yeah, and all that type of stuff. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, have you guys ever thought to to um, ask yourself, who's asking these questions? Why is why is the, these particular questions even important? Because oh. those questions are obviously what's forming mm. where we end up in this game. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Why are those particular questions important? Why can't it be other questions that particular no, that who, may mean I'm up there? And who some sees, other who seasons there. their food? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But that's what I asked you initially, though. Um, what was the purpose of this exercise? But but that's 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 basically what I want us to kind of conclude with. Like, but do you know why I think. Mm. I get you in terms of who's asking these questions, but I think these questions are important because they shape our lives as yeah. we can see. Yeah. So I think they're relevant questions to ask, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking, okay, cool. Um, did this lecturer want to just show his students the realities of life mm -hmm. and their position in life? And, you know, I don't know, either it's to motivate them, reinforce certain things, also, what what was the class actually? What was the, the, the subject? Yeah, I'm not too sure. No. I'm trying to think what subject would this would this lesson live in? Would it be soci sociology or what? Like, what's, yeah, what's maybe maybe something like yeah. that. Yeah, but it's it's a Ivy League university. I think okay. it's at Harvard. Yeah, I guess it's just probably to just teach them a lesson, really reinforce you know how society works and mm. make them aware um, of the advantage or disadvantage they have to even maybe motivate them or just to give them knowledge of self, I guess. Mm. I'm trying to think what the actual motivation behind the teacher doing this would be. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess like like most things in life, though, you can cut. You draw your own lessons from certain things, innit? Yeah. So someone, someone can pre present it to you. Yeah. And it's like you decide on how to where, yeah, on yeah, where to take it. You draw your own lessons. You draw your own conclusion from the next side. But why is a teacher doing it in the first place? What's what's his motivation behind it? Is it just to? Yeah, maybe just to to show you this, show. Is, this is life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or perhaps for you guys to say, this is how some people see life. Mm. But I'm gonna disregard this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because like, yeah. like I said, the questions obviously yeah. form where we end up in this particular yeah. in this particular game. And do you think that type of exercise might put the students in an uncomfortable uh, situation? One hundred percent. So that that teacher is ready for this chaos, not literal chaos, but mm -hmm. ready to put his students in a situation where they're looking around the room now and they're feeling they might yeah. all type away, feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. because oh, yeah, all the whites at the front, blacks mm -hmm. at the back, and now you know you might create some type yeah. of tense atmosphere within, within the. Yeah, funny, mm. funny you say that because the the girl who was talking about this, she said, um, basically when he then said <laughs> run to the wall, yeah, people started crying. People were crying, and other people, people at the front were kind of looking around, kind of jogging. People were crying. Yeah, yeah. The men, obviously. <laughs> you well, know the, what I'm saying? Maybe they were running. You couldn't cry in the car. Right? Yeah. Some people were embarrassed, thinking, you know what, I I, I can't sprint to this wall. Mm. I'm literally just a few steps. Right, again, okay, cool. So, do you think this is a cool exercise then? Because you might be highlighting someone's pain, someone's, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. Like, just say, say someone, all the questions you ask, mm -hmm. every question that leads them to the back, yeah. they got that question right. Or mm. that was their situation, yeah. and they ended up way, way at the back. Mm. You might give that person some type of self-esteem issues, yeah, problems, 100%. so in a way, this is kind of a cruel exercise, no? But, but, but it, it might be one of those um, things where it's like, I'm, I'm teaching about life. Yeah. Because if I don't do it, when you get out there, Mm. What if so I already knew happen? this?
but I didn't need you to make a scene in front of everyone. Mm. I mean, what if yeah. I, I know I come from a, 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 a low-income background, mm. single-parent background. I've been struggling with this my whole entire life. Mm. Now you just put me on front street. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, maybe, I maybe it's, I guess, the benefit of those who are at the front to then realise, like you said before, when we have certain privileges, we tend to not look back. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But now I can look back and be like, wow, but I think, I, I think in this world. I'll be putting too much faith in those who are privileged though, to think, okay, cool. If you find out that you're privileged, yeah, that means that you're going to now help the people behind you. Because I don't, I think, don't, I don't, think, think, I don't, I don't think that happens. I don't necessarily help though. Yeah, I was literally going to say though, yeah, mm. I think for me, I'd be pissed off if there was people that were privileged, but I knew they were like, lazy or like taking the piss or just not taking life serious. Mm. I think it'd annoy me because I'd be looking at my struggle and think, do you know what I mean? Like, you're so lucky to be in the position you're in. Like, fix up. Mm. Because you don't want to be in my position. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, yeah, Brent. What's your what's your take from this? I know it's a broad question. Answer in any way you feel. Um, I think I remember you asking if I care about uh, the race of the person mm-hmm. who I'm competing against. Yeah. Uh, and would it motivate me? If I am, like yourself, a nation of Islamer, That's right. I do believe I would care because my entire life is wrapped around making sure the white man is under my heel. Well, so just getting black people to stand up, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking from, you know. But me, I think I am I'm cognizant of who's already there, who's already occupying these spaces. I already know this. So I don't think I go in um, with with an air of let me find out. So, well, I would. I would I would go in with an air of let me find out who this is so I can tailor my approach mm-hmm. to succeed, mm-hmm. to best him or her or they or it or whatever. Mm. Um, and sometimes it could be a black man. Yeah. Um, because most times it's a, a class issue as opposed to just a race issue, uh, a mindset issue as opposed to just a race issue, mm-hmm. even though a lot of these things are interwoven. Yep. Uh, I always like to know what I'm walking into, always, because I know that we live in an, an, in an uneven world. Mm. Um, in Trinidad, it's it's more so blacks and Indians, right? So I kind of know if I'm going into certain places, what I, who I expect to see there. And I guess it's ingrained in our, in our psyche, in mm. our culture. Um, and I guess we fight every day to equalize that, to adjust that. But um, the actual game, I don't know why people are crying. I don't know if it was an American um, experiment, social experiment, and they would probably play like heart-wrenching music at the back <laughs> and kind of deliver it like, you know, in a PC measured manner. And I could see, I guess, some people crying because they, they see their entire life played out in front of them. And obviously some of these things are attached to traumatic events and whatnot. Um... I think it's a good exercise. I think it's a good depiction of society. Some people actually don't know. Some people actually have to be shown this particular example mm-hmm. um, 
in order to actually have that. Ooh, okay. I guess you then judge them based on what they do with this information afterwards. Uh, I guess some people, um, not Marks, but you know, like Marks would see the opportunity to identify who has money. <laughs> Either to befriend them or to remove elements of their possessions. Give me your battery. So there are opportunities in this uh, for everybody, to be honest. And yeah. I guess it's how you how you look at this, what perspective you look at it from, whether it's going to hinder you or um, benefit you. But I would always look at it from a positive um, point of view, okay, uh, uh, a realistic point of view, and whatever I can use. What information, whatever information I can beam from this, I'm going to use it to my benefit. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, I just want to read that a, a couple of the comments here that um, when I saw this video, and basically this person said, "My mother was a functional illiterate, right, and my father was an electrician who just went to trade school." But this particular person who's talking said, "I went on to get my PhD in computer science. I view this as a shaming experiment with little to no educational value whatsoever." You know what? That's a good point. You know, that's a good point. I think, yeah, because you know what it is? I don't feel like the privileged need to be told that they're privileged. I think they already know. Mm. So all we're doing is really exposing the ones who, who aren't really. They're the mm. ones who are going to leave this exercise feeling some type of way. Mm. So, but, but, you know what I mean? But knowing you're, you're privileged, right, doesn't always translate into, into your, everyday, to your everyday actions and stuff. Yeah. And I... And I I say that for a reason as well, yeah. This particular person who was saying, um, who was talking about this yeah. particular game, she came from, I think she's Vietnamese or something, yeah. Mm. So she obviously some of those questions, she's kind of at the back, right? Yeah. And she went to uni to study maths. Mm. She was just like, she loves maths, this and a third. I'm not saying this experiment caused it, right? But what she said was, after this experiment, I found that my friendship group was pretty much everyone in that class. And she stopped doing maths mm. and moved on to do stuff related to social justice. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So may, just that awareness, yeah. you know what I'm saying, of, of life, maybe made her think, you know what, look at all the adv disadvantages people like me, people of color, this and the third face. People like me in these particular positions who have the intelligence, right, and the mental capacity, and also just a passion to want to change yeah. things, are necessary to change fields perhaps, go into law, go into certain things, to help people in these particular positions. Maybe that game, was necessary for that? Yeah, I hear it. And you might have some 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 fairy tales coming out of it. But <laughs> I think as a whole, mm -hmm. like, for example, if I was put myself in that situation and I'm in this class now and I'm doing this game, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be doing this game feeling happy. Mm. Like, yeah. What the fuck is this, man? What the fuck am I doing this for? Mm. I mean, it's going back, 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 further to the door. You know what I mean? Mm. I okay. Well, the last thing I want to say is this particular person. The person said, um, the game is mostly okay and educational, but the conclusion is wrong. Touching the front wall part should be out, right? That's what they're saying. And I, I like his point here. He says, in my mind, it demonstrates that people from different backgrounds can be in the same room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Regardless of our parents' backgrounds and all these so-called disadvantages that would have us in certain places, right? Yeah. Somehow we all made it to Harvard. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I think once you get there, of course, the, the, the playing field is not necessarily equal. We yeah. know that, right? But there's still something in you that got you there I'm pretty sure will take you to where you need to be. You yeah. know what I'm saying? In life, innit? At least a lot further than you would if you wasn't there anyway. But yeah, 
I think do you can... think that this game um, played out in Nigeria is a bit different? You will get different things from it, gain with, different lessons from it. Um, with the same questions? With the same game. Yeah, but the exact same questions, though. Yeah. Um, Would you have to change the questions? Yeah, only because um, a lot, a lot of, the, like like Jin was saying, I think the race element and the economics is kind of intertwined. Oh, you're saying that it was crafted because of the environment in which it is. That yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Though you yeah. took the questions, but the if you done it in Nigeria, it'll be more of an economic exercise than a race exercise, because mm. yeah. everyone's gonna be black in the room anyway. So, yeah, who's got rich parents and who ain't? And it'll be tribal too. It'll be ethnic group. Tribal, but do you? See different tribes better than others. Oh, 100%. Yeah. In, in what way? Igbo people are oppressed in Nigeria. Yoruba people are, are oppressed. Okay. Fuller, the house of people, yeah. not as much. Okay. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that would definitely set us back. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're basically on the verge of a war. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Do you all look different? Yeah, well, the tribes. Yeah. Yeah. As in, can you spot a other? Yeah. Uh, easily? Not easily, no. It depends on the proximity to your tribe because you may have been. I guess close for hundreds of thousands of years. Wait, what you know what I mean? are the differences like? Isn't it like most Igbos are fairer skinned? So like, isn't that is that true? Most Igbos I know are quite fair. Yeah, that is somewhat true that I've, I've spotted observed. But well, Igbos are dark skinned too. Really? So, so, yeah, yeah. 100%, 100%. I, no, I, yeah, yeah, course, so yeah, yeah, hundred percent. No, obviously I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. So how would you know? Like, is it do you have bigger noses, eyelashes places, uh, yeah. longer? If, what if, is it? If, right? if you go if you go further to the north, yeah, I can tell. If you go further north, right, and you're like interact with people who are like from the Fulani no, and Hausa tribe now, a lot of the time th their traits are different to us. You know Tell what I'm me saying? the traits. So, I want okay, to know. I'll, I'll give you an example. Because I'm I'm so intrigued as you guys are walking uh, like alongside each other, yeah. and you're able to pick up on who is who, and then off the back of that, yeah, I'm gonna press you. I'm not gonna allow you to do this because you are definitely this person. Yeah, like, it's it's not always <laughs> it's not as simple as that though. It depends on the tribe. So for example, like I said with Fuller. A lot of the time, if 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 somebody who is a fuller or house that comes to this country, mm. maybe less. So. It depends again, obviously, on the different genetics and stuff like that, right? But you can mistake a Fulani person for being Somalian. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The the features, the nose may be a bit narrower, the hairs, a lot, um, the curls are, are bigger. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So, yeah, there's differences in the ethnic groups. But again, that's not a general rule. You know what I'm saying? Like, like my dad's hair's very, my dad's hair's very curly and stuff. But obviously, he ain't no, he ain't fuller. You know what I'm saying? How but do you again, know? <laughs> hey, I don't know, man. All right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but long story short, yeah, it's quite different. And just like, I guess how a lot of people say Ashanti people are very dusk. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? But if you go and see people who are like Fanti and, and Ga, they typically are not as dark skin and as Ashanti. And Ashanti's are short. Well, the men anyway. They're short and they have the big bums. And <laughs> the gar and no, it's true. And then the gar men are tall. So if you're tall, yeah, you're not you tree. Wow. Do you know like what I mean? Yeah. A big but that's a, no, that's a that common thing funny. though. Like yeah, if yeah. you're short yeah. and if you're a short man, you're definitely a shanti. If you're tall, you're gar. Or okay. you're not a shanti, because mm. a shanti men generally are. Mm -hmm. short. Can you tell okay. a self man? <laughs> what? What based on what? I can. I think based on how they dress. Mm, slightly sometimes. Yeah, I think it was more back in the day. Yeah. No, it's not as much. Yeah, talk to me, day. talk to me, because um, you're up now. So, mm? when you said back in the day, how were you able to distinguish between a South man and an East man? Um, Leading to the stereotypes as well, I don't mind. Lingo, dress code. Yeah. How did they used to dress different than you? 
What's that is? Yeah. They're roughnecks, hoodlums, man. So you just said, so what do you mean? I don't know, just like tramps. Relax with your language, man. You mean tramps? Oh, I forgot you're from South. You just started getting money late. You just weren't trapping when we was trapping. You just were hoodlums, as boys. You just started trapping late. But it's you're better now. I'm just talking about back a day. I didn't trap, so I can't talk to this. But <laughs> I'm just saying. But I, be, I, I don't. I'm not even reading the comments. So I don't care who takes offense to this. No, I'm no, no, saying, no. I'm gonna. From my come up from what I know, Satman were robbers and Asbo thugs. You, you get me. Mm. You get me. Time started changing. Sentiments changed, and obviously they learned about the trap. There's pure trap what, stuff over there. What's, what's 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 the years you're talking about here? I don't know. Um, I don't know, nigga. I can't think, man. But you've always been like Asbo Hoodlum. No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna um, push Roughneck, back on that. Fugs, these are fugs. Yeah, there's some thugs from South for sure. You know what I mean? Like they couldn't dress though. Huh? I mean, Gucci ballys and that. <laughs> 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 no, no, it depends. If you're talking about um, people who are involved in gangs like Peckham Boys, Brixton Boys, Firehouse mm. Youth, all that, then obviously they dress a certain way. They just, they dress like thugs because that's. They were going out doing tuggy things. Yeah, like, that's but that's if you want, but if you want, no, but being a South man mm. or being an East man is not just about being a tug. There was niggas who weren't involved in gangs who could dress. So what are we talking about? Are we talking about? Are we just talking about gang niggas? We're talking about everybody. Majority, majority rules. <laughs> so if I was talking about, if I was talking about, if I was only talking about niggas that were in gangs, mm. then yeah, niggas in gangs just like fuck. Niggas in gang just like they're out to do fucking crud, isn't it? But if you're not in a gang. For example, I went to I went to a college called SFX. Yeah, that's in South London. That college was about image. Mm. It was about image. Niggas were going, coming to coming into college with drip. I don't know. I like think Brothers, that. EV Sue, Iceberg, mm. Moschino. That was it. Was about drip. Yeah. Them niggas were all from South. Oh, no, so it, I think it, it depends that. on the demo of guy you're talking the kids, about. The yeah. kids all they all copy each other. They all look the same. So it's just all tech free stuff. But you couldn't tell where they're from nowadays. But back a day. Mm. I just feel like that was a thing. Like us, man, like us Hackney, man, like we always look nice. That's just our thing. Like we're flyboys. You know what I'm trying to say? Like that's facts on facts. <laughs> like people know this shit. The man, and I'm talking about the man that's in the mud, that like the trenches doing all types of things. Fly use. Mm. You get me? I can't, I can't, I can't, uh, what's the word? Corroborate this story. Again, I'm talking, about, I, I don't want to piss anybody off. Like it's, it did change. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it did change. But obviously, I'm, I'm old school. I'm stuck in my. Stuck mm -hmm. in my waist, so I, I yeah. feel like I know what I know in it. Like maybe it was like those late nineties, early two thousands, mm -hmm. those kind of times or whatever. But yeah. it is. What it is. Um, I don't think I even met Northwest any... Utes are like flamboyant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. flamboyant. Mm -hmm. Bust downs and mm, they're flamboyant. Them man over mm -hmm. there. Yeah, I <laughs> get me. Yeah, a lot Jamaican culture, no? Yeah, yeah. Mixed in with lot, American. Yeah, a lot of Jamaicans and and that over there. Yeah, wicked man. Mm. But I think like nowadays, it's, nowadays is kind of. Nowadays it's kind of hard to tell. Probably I think the easiest way would be listening to someone speak, maybe. What what um were there any like East London staple items that you would know? Only Eastman rock. There was a point when them Leighton used always had them jeans jackets and them chokers, the chains, the, you know the chaps is the ch chap chains and then woolly, them woolly hats. That was like um, a uniform yeah, thing. Them Beaumont used to like, used to move like that. That was like a East that was not fully Eastman, them Leighton used to used to move like that. You could see okay. them from a mile away, you know it's them. Yeah. You get me? That's because that's the way they're dressed mm. and shit. You get me that, but mm. yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think what what South staples were there. I remember the um, the machine, no shiny, 
Shiny jeans. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. shiny jeans. But there was there were the bootleg versions that everyone used to get from the market. That weren't they were just black and shiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Niggas brought that to school. That was that was a thing. That was that's, that's been bare things yeah. to be fair. Prada crepes as well. Um, Scott jackets. Oh my days, yes, hundred percent. You, you remember Scott, Scott jackets? Yeah, hundred percent. Serious. Yeah, I had a, a grey one. Serious times. Mm-hmm. What about you, girls? In, in terms of girls, like what what was a staple East girl item? I don't know if it's an East girl item, but like, I didn't travel outside of East growing up, so I couldn't tell you what. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's not yeah. like I had social media and I wasn't going south. So I don't know what you look, don't know what you look fair, wear, I'm but. Not gonna, I didn't come in contact with niggas from East London until I was much older. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe so until I, don't I was know, in uni. So I don't know what you look were wearing <laughs> I, in South. I never ventured outside the South London, really. And if I did mm. meet a guy, necessarily, I didn't necessarily know he was from East because mm. it wouldn't come up in conversation. But I remember I mean, staples that, like, growing up. Like, do you remember when everyone, I don't know if you, like, they just do it, the night bags, the small ones. Those are mm-hmm. everywhere. The really, yeah. the really, mm-hmm. No, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying, I'm just talking about things that, like, growing up were, like, like a staple remember. in the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, those night jackets. Yeah. Girls putting lollipops in their hair or, yeah. you, like, using bandanas as hairbands. Yeah. Gelling your full, you know when you gel your full hair, yeah. the baby yeah. hairs. Yeah. man, I'm mad says we were the original trappers. I don't think you don't know where I'm from. Yeah, I don't think you don't know my lineage. One day I'm going to talk. <laughs> I'm going to write a book. No, I don't think you don't know no, me where Mugs. and who I was Mugs, raised Mugs, with. Mugs, Mugs, I Mugs. honestly don't think Mugs. you know. Honestly. Mugs, let me make a statement, right? You know, being from South, right? Yeah. I had no idea what was happening in East London, North London, in terms of, like, in terms of the gang life. Mm. There are like certain... Peckham boys, Brixton boys, whoever, who are notorious in South, right? And they were the boogeymans to me. Like, those are the names I heard. I didn't mm. know nothing about any gangsters in East London. Not a Scooby. Mm. So I don't blame people for, for being like, we this, we that. Because people, remember, everyone living in their own bubble. Yeah. I didn't have a Scooby who anyone was until I was in my, in my early 20s. Mm. Yeah, so I don't blame people for, for thinking, ah, oh, their ends was the ends. Yeah, but these people that are True. talking, there's levels and brackets, they're not in the know. Because if you was, if you was, you know, you wasn't doing certain things. So yeah, if yeah. you was doing certain things, going to prisons and rare, yeah, rare, yeah. then you'd be aware yeah. of us. That's what I'm saying. You know like, what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So anybody that don't yeah, know, you school, don't know because you're on levels. Yeah, like, on the basement. You know what I'm so, trying to say? For example, do you know why you recording me? This is a snippet to get people to log in. What do you mean? Look at this. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. What what I mean is, obviously, if you're if you're a Peckham boy, you probably know the East, the Eastman, the Hackney Mm -hmm. man, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you might have been privy to the gangsters from South, and they might be privy to you. If you're just a civilian, you might not know about the. The, the gangsters from East. Yeah, because obviously when the man's on the roads, even though like the world was bigger back then, no internet and stuff like that, but people's reputations precede them, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but also, I didn't hear about um, ends beefing though, in terms of like East beefing South when I was younger. It was all about Peckham versus Brixton, mm. um, um, yeah. Lewisham versus whoever. It was never about uh, East man versus South man. I never, growing up, I never heard that. Not once did I hear that. No, I never had no much problem that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that sounds like different. way too much traveling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so all, all the beefs were internal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was postcodes within South mm. London, not postcodes within, it wasn't SE versus <laughs> E14. Yeah. <laughs> it was S, SE versus SE. Yeah. Southwest versus SE. Yeah. It was never North yeah, versus South or East versus North. So mm. we wasn't privy. When did it all change, Mags? When did what all change? The whole me cross. Lines now to start beefing. From they don't, but they don't. I don't think that's they, ever they, happened. They, they, they don't a lot. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's ever happened. Um, guys from different ends will probably run up in problems from like raving and shit. You know what I'm trying to say? Raving, sometimes being in prison, 
causes different ends to have problems. Yeah. So if I've got a brethren from one end, then the yeah. next who comes in and, and I don't like him, then he backs it, and then now that yeah. end outside mm-hmm. is involved because he got him. You know, like stupid stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But there's not a lot of cross distance beefing. Yeah. A lot of people's proximity was, man. Yeah, like even the, the, the famous line growing up, where are you from? Yeah. Like, you feared that line going from south to south. You didn't go to East London and think, oh, they're not going to pat me because I'm from south. Mm. You actually felt kind of safer in East. Not that I went, but just from hearing yeah, different people talk, because I, I never ventured to East London. So within the music space, that didn't kick off at all? With what? The rivalry. What, for me? You being a proponent for East London in the music space, and South was heavy in the music, no? Yeah, we ain't got no problems with no sat years. I'm asking you to canvas the entire um, space, because obviously you were patterned, Yes. Because the entire flipping hood was like hell. Yeah, look, I'm different. No one ain't got, ain't got no problems with I'm no one. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. The people we got problems with, the people 100%. we already got problems with, that's on the road. Mm. So I ain't getting this. no extra problems. So no, yeah. sat, no, 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 no problems. Remove yourself from this. Now as a historian, yes, right, you lived through a lot of it. Yeah. Right? Was there ever a time when you could pinpoint, all right, cool. Now there's beef between north, south, east. I don't think west is involved. Nah. Never. So this is just a recent thing. I don't what recent but there's not Okay, so there's nothing at all. There ain't no beef between East and South and right, South so, and West so and kind of things. There's individuals, it's like blocks. Didn't beef at all. Any. To your knowledge. I swear, each time it is that you come into this room, right? There is a particular um I don't put behind your head. Oh. That's got Yeah, but that's that's not ends though. That's, that's not ends, yeah. But, didn't, but, like, but it's music, right? Yeah, but that won't nothing to do with music. Okay. Hold on, is the person from East or South you're talking about? They're from South. Oh. Okay. That was nothing to do with music. Yeah. Again, that was that was so road that was road in, shit. In essence, East and South man love each other. But when it is that they basically went clubbing in each other's ends, then it's a mm. Would that like any ends? I think most people that like, I'm not mm-hmm. if we're gonna go and we're gonna rave and we're gonna go and squad up with more time, we'll probably stay local in ends. Mm. If you go to a next man's ends and you're not going to link like you that you're cool with or whatever, then you're more than likely gonna buck up in something because yeah. man's a big presence. You leave from, from Hackney and go and we used to do Raven in Brixton yeah. or mm. Harlesden or whatever and there's like twenty five views on that. You're not looking for trouble. You're gonna get you're gonna bump heads. That's Alright, competition then. Go on. Competition when it came to music. What about it? Was there any kind of rivalry that was kind of heated just off the back of the music? I don't know whether the whether the artist whether the artists played into it, like the streets probably pit people up against each other. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, like mm. rivalries, obviously you've got the representation of, mm. and people always do that. The, mm. Whoever represents South, North, Northwest, East, and who's your favorite, and who's the best, and who could mm. go against that. Rah, rah, rah. Mm. But I don't remember too tough any of the artists taking it on board like that. Cool. So for you, from your perspective, and Emmanuel, even Yusuf, East is grime, South is rap. Mm. Is, would you say that is accurate? Yeah, I wouldn't like that, but yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, sorry, so the best of grime is from East and the best of rap is from South. Would you agree with that? No. I would agree with that. Why? Because you're a rapper? The best of grime is from East. I think the best of rap is from East. Who's who's the best of rap from East? What? The best raps? Me, Jay Spades, Jay Huss. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Huss, I want to put in the rap category. Me, Jay Huss, Jay Spades. Who else do you want? Who else is from East? Why would you, you put Jay Huss and Jay Spades? That's the top three to die by. Gets now he raps again. No, but Gets is forever grime, though. That's his thing. I know he raps, but Gets is grime. His last two albums have been raps, so Gets now he raps. 
Like so he's why just got all the best. I don't put Jay Huss in rap. So what, what is he in? Jay Huss is giving me, he's giving me world, man. He's giving me afro, he's giving me swing, he's giving me rap, he's giving me, he's, 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 too, now, he's too much of a gumbo for me to say he's rap. Oh, Huss is rap, man. Huss is the best. Yeah, he's started rap though, I think. No, he started off as rap, but yeah. I feel like he's ventured off into this next realm now, man. He's a never, Huss is different. Huss is the for example, I wouldn't say, someone name, uh, name me three street rappers. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't put Jay Huss next to you and Jay Spades. You're different categories to me. You man are road rap. Jay Huss is more an artist. I'm not saying you're not an artist, but Jay Huss is, Jay Huss is more an artist yeah. than just doing rap. I, mean, I, did, I never heard that before. People are saying that the best of Grammys from North. Is that is there Who? any credibility what? to that? Who's, wait, name me the... Oh, you're talking about... Oh, sorry, sorry. I was being egregious. You're talking about like Skepta, well, Skepta Chip and Gretchen. Okay. okay. Yeah, but see, it depends on it depends on on, on when I you're talking. I thought I was like, because yeah, yeah. what are they talking? <laughs> Channel you and because like, if you're talking about real grime, like real grime with the yeah. real no, MCs, no, grime, no grime, grime, grime is cold. Well, like, grime is East. Them man ain't got no. Them man ain't got no fan situation. It's not even East. It's Bowl. It's Bowl East. That's where the best MCs come from. All new them and that. New them and that. That's where they are. That's all the cold dudes. All of them. You get me? When it was. They're the ones who paved the way. You yeah, know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah, pirate that's... radio and yeah, that. These are yeah. the ones who made these men forward. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, them yeah. not come late after. Yeah, I'm yeah, not saying yeah, Skepta and Retro and Chip Point, they're cold and that. Yeah. But there was a yeah. whole grind yeah, world yeah, yeah, for years and years yeah. and years before yeah, them man was popping off. Yeah. You get me? Yeah, facts. No, Grime's definitely East. Yeah, no, for facts. Mm. Rap probably is South. I think South is so big. Blades and Gigs. There's so many cold men over there. Tef, whoever you want to name, bruv. G Fresh. It's hard to win a rap argument against South London because it's just too big. Yeah, There's too many of them. Yeah, There's yeah. too many cold man yeah, over there. Yeah. yeah. So it's the quantity more than the quality? Or was it both of them? Qu quantity, man. It's a cheat code. That's it. But yeah. if you were to sit down and actually say who was the best. To be fair, there aren't that many road rappers from East though, really. Like in terms of like what, quantity like good wise. ones. No, no, not about quality. Quantity, like numbers. Mm. Mm, maybe not for real. There isn't like a call. There's you. There's few lot. Yeah. There's spades. Who else is there? What, Road Rap Eastman? Yeah. Um, Jeez. You know what I mean? I can't really think of any. What, nowadays? No, back in the day. Okay, from back in the day. Um, South London. I don't know. What, <laughs> anybody people care about? Oh, shit, why, why am I bringing Come Back? Yeah, that's died when it is that you retired. What's wrong with you? Who's, who's Road Rap from East? <laughs> you let it die? I'm trying to think. God why damn. am I bringing Come Back? Who's... That's what I'm saying. There wasn't that many of you guys. No, there must there must have been though. <laughs> Look at you. There must have been. I'm telling you, South London is the home of the rap. I really rap. This is terrible. That's bad. Happy mercy. South London's got it, though, I guess. Let's have, yeah. it, let's have it right. Let's have it right. South London's got it. South London's got it for gigs alone. Because he he too much Storm, Storms even though Storms not rap, but I'm saying it's the, the big artists of this just in South London like Stormzy's, Dave. Dave's, Gigs, Crepton yeah. Conan's. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah. is, are we missing anyone? We're pretty sure we are. You mean the big artists now who are still doing the shit now? Well, yeah, like mm -hmm. yeah, I think I think those those are the key names. Then South needs to be celebrated then, like in perpetuity because from East, mm -hmm. what are you guys doing now? What are you guys doing now? To be fair, East Just London right now. No man, I'm <laughs> so South actually. I transition, man. I'm a content king, man. I keep east. I keep east of the front. Yeah, the, 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 like, the, the biggest, the biggest, I'm a trailblazer, boy. You <laughs> 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 I keep east London on the map. Is what Huss, I do, Huss is regardless the of what I'm doing. From east now, mm. isn't it? I said the best of the best. No, I'm saying he's the biggest from east, though. Okay, yeah, in particular. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So you still have like a couple, like literally still 
Yeah, just we still have a yeah, comment. Well, it's always like in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know like what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like no, nah, I think I think you guys got one. Just us. Yeah, but even so, it changes. Like, look at someone like Kano. Kano's cold artist yeah. from grime yeah, but to rap. A, now he's acting. Yeah, but he's, yeah, but, he's still yeah. rapping. He's, yeah, he's, he's all the same yeah. shit. Yeah, but it's culture, though. I'm saying with East London still oh, culture. Bam, I'm with you. I know this. I'm, I'm, yeah. Listen, East London is the shit when it comes to grime. I'm just saying, from the new couple of artists, mm. who's East is mainly just us now. Yeah, it's just us. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah, heritage-wise, history-wise, East man got it all day long, man. All day long. Yeah, no, give it, give it to Sat, man. Hats off to you, man. I like that. I like how you're saying now oh, it's a multidisciplinary entertainment space that you guys are growing. I like that. I like that you're pioneering. I like that. I'm a trollblazer, You and bro. us, 100%. <laughs> he said you and us, you know. I'm done, you troll. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. All right. I think we should move on. Let's go on to... Wait, Brent, are you rude? I think it's... Reference. No, because he did let you. He's not alive. Don't mind him. He didn't let you land. Rude. Okay, cool. Um, so today's this what you do. There's no sisters in the room, so bros, I need you to help me out on this one, yeah. So I recently turned 21 at the end of 2022. A good friend of mine tragically died with his younger sister in a car crash on the 30th of December. My question is, how do you find ways to continue life after someone close to you dies? The loss of life at an age, the loss of life of an age mate is hard to understand. I guess I would like to hear from others who've you who have experienced loss. How do they feel okay? How do you comfort others after tragedy? I believe I have accepted that life has just changed and I was recommending to recommended a book called The How Notes on the Great Work of Meeting Yourself by Yasa Daly Wood. It had a chapter on grief with a section that reads, Your loved one remains alive in all that they have touched and created, alive in you and in the memories that revive them. How to pronounce this word? Imbue? Yeah, imbue. Imbue yourself with the qualities of your beloved, all the things you admired, adopt them as your own. Um, so I lost a really, really, really close friend in 2021. And I don't think it's something you get over. For me, I, I don't think I'm ever going to get over it. Um, and there was a period where I started getting really upset that life was moving on. Mm. I felt bad Cause I was like, after a while, you have to just keep it moving. Do you know what I mean? And life actually continues. And I felt bad for doing that because I just felt like she wasn't here to continue life on with me. Do you get what I mean? Um, but I don't know. I don't. I don't even know how I it's, think. Yeah, it's hard. No, it's a tough, tough question. To be fair, because everyone deals with death differently, differently, and in their own way, in it. Yeah. So it's hard to generalize or advise on grief. You can only say what you yeah. might do, but that might not work for someone else. Yeah. Because death may not be something that you ever get over, but you just kind of... You, you learn to live it. You learn to live with it. Yeah. You, it comes, it's just a part of the journey now, and it's just something that you've accepted, and you're just living with it. It may not be at the forefront of your heart anymore, because, you know, the pain gets easier as time goes by. Yeah. But... It might just turn into it might turn into a fun memory after some while. You know what I mean? I'm not. Mm. It's 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 hard to to really conclude. To be fair. Yeah, I hear. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, it's sad. It's sad, man. Because death death is in, death is inevitable, and you know life moves on, and you just got to try to find ways to deal with it, man. Yeah. You know what I mean. 
loved ones, friends, family, just, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't think you ever, yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't think you ever um, get over it. I think yeah. you just learn how to kind of exist cope. with that loss and, and cope, cope with, with it. it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And time, time's the best healer, man. Yeah. Time's the best healer. I don't, I don't think there's any advice you can give anyone to. Yeah, no, yeah. honestly, yeah, I don't, I don't. It's hard, and yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, no, this, this is I'm, a, do you know it's, a it's, tough it's one. It's such a, a rattling topic. Yeah, yeah. It is, and it's a triggering topic too as well. Yeah. So that's another thing. Uh, you have to just keep going, man. You'll be all right because life don't stop. Like what you said. So yeah. Once you realize that, then your options. Your options are pretty limited anyway. Yeah. You get me? You either keep going or you or, or you don't. You get yeah. me? That's never really been an option for me. So, you know, you just keep it moving. And the feelings don't really, they don't really subside like that. It's like what you're saying. You just learn to cope and just learn how to do with them. Because at the end of the day, it's just emotions, isn't it? Like, mm. you're just upset. Yeah. So it's just like the feelings can can fade over time. And again, like you're saying, like memories and stuff. Yeah. Just, Initially, that like, when it just happened, memories might be difficult for you mm. to deal with. But after a while, sometimes the memories you cherish them. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say like yeah. you go back. So time and that. I don't, yeah, I don't really have no advice for anyone because everybody's different. Everybody's made. Everybody's made up differently. You get me. You need a lot of mental strength to get through those stuff. But once you realize it's just something that you're. Once you realize it's just an emotion that you're feeling, and you just have to c control it. Then. You just you just get on with it. Well, I think once you can just accept that it's definitive, it's done. There's no coming back, and mm. this is your situation, and you have to walk forward and move. Once you once you get to that place, then you can start taking steps, and you just you just get through it. It doesn't matter how you feel; it's not going to change anything or bring anybody back. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I think one thing that did uh, did help me though is like you know when I like you know when I said I was feeling guilty. Mm about like life moving on and stuff. I did start to think about her, like my 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 person in particular yeah. and like her character and how she was. And if what she would advise me to do or or like, do you know what I mean? In mm. that situation. And that helped because she was such a, like a bubbly person and like full of life and stuff. So I did after a while start to think, okay, she wouldn't want you to be moping around and stuff after a while and it like, just live your life and crack on. Mm -hmm. So I kind of always had that also at the, like, the back of my mind. Um, but yeah. That's it from yeah. us. Hope that helps, kind of. Sorry. Um, but yeah, let's move into our next headlines. All right, so this is a headline here which requires a trigger warning. But a dad basically has put out a warning um, to other parents who, I guess, have had children in this particular situation. So basically, the parents of a girl who died after inhaling aerosol deodorant want clearer product labeling to warn people of the potential dangers. Georgia Green, who was 14 and from Derby, had a cardiac arrest after spraying the deodorant in her bedroom. Her parents have since become aware of other young people who have accidentally died after inhaling the deodorant. In response, the British Aerosol Manufacturers Association, uh, BAMA, said deodorants have very clear warnings. That's what they're saying in response to that, right? They said, by law... Um, aerosol deodorants must be printed with the warning, keep out of reach of children. However, Georgia's parents said the writing was small. Georgia was also autistic and her father said she liked to spray deodorants on blankets as she found the smell comforting. 
if she was feeling in in any type of way a little bit anxious, she would spray this and spray it. Um, Georgia's older brother found her unresponsive in her bedroom on the 11th of May last year. Um, her door was open, so it wasn't as if it was in an enclosed environment, this is what her father said. An inquest was held into Georgia's death and the coron coroner um, recorded at the conclusion recorded the conclusion as misadventure. Her medical cause of death was un uncertain, um, but consistent with inhalation of aerosol. Butane, the main ingredient of Georgia's deodorant, was recorded as having been involved in 324 deaths between 2001 and 2020. Propane and isobutane, also in Georgia, Georgia's deodorant, were mentioned in 123 um, and 38 deaths, respectively. The next headline is uh, basically that motion capture suits that brings characters to life in films like Avatar are helping researchers track the onset of diseases which impair movement. So in many cases, the quicker such conditions are assessed, the sooner a patient is able to receive the appropriate support and treatment. So this new system uses artificial intelligence to analyze body movements. In tests, the UK experts measured the severity of two genetic disorders twice as quickly as the best doctors. The researchers say it could actually halve the time and greatly reduce the cost required to develop new drugs and clinical trials. The research has been published in the journal Nature Medicine. Dr. Valeria Ricotti of Great Ormond Street Institute for Child Health told the BBC News in an interview that she was completely blown away by the results. She said the impact on diagnosis and developing new drugs for a wide, a wide range of diseases could be absolutely massive. Dr. Ricotti was among a group of researchers at Imperial College and University College of London who spent 10 years developing this new technology. And the last headline is about um, a gold-covered mummy that was discovered recently. So archaeologists have said that they found a gold-leaf-covered mummy sealed in, inside a sarcophagus that had not been opened for 4,300 years. The mummy, the remains of a man um, named Hikatsheps, is thought to be one of the oldest and most complete non-royal corpses ever found in Egypt. It was discovered down a 15-meter, which is about 50 feet, shaft at a burial site south of Cairo in Saqqara, where three other tombs were found. One tomb belonged to a secret keeper. The largest of the mummies that were unearthed at the ancient necro ne uh, necropolis is said to belong to a man named Kanum Dijef, who was a priest and inspector and a supervisor of nobles. Another belonged to a man called Mary, who was a senior palace official given the title of secret keeper, which allowed him to perform special religious rituals. A judge and writer named Fatek is thought to have been laid to rest in the other tomb, where a collection of what are thought to be the largest statues ever found in the area have been discovered. Several items, other items, including pottery, have also been found amongst the tombs. And that's the end of the headlines. Let's go into the reaction. Let's get into our sports news. No football. First headline. Actually, I give you some breaking news. I think Sean Dyche has gone Everton. Yeah, I just saw him just now, actually. I'm annoyed, man. Why? Because we're facing them next. I don't want him to have that new manager bounce. Mm. That new Lisa life. I wanted Everton to be a nice, easy game. I'm not saying it won't be. Is Everton your next game? Yeah, our next league game. We got Man City uh, tonight, FA Cup. Oh, that's tonight? Yeah. 
Oh. But our next league game is against Everton next week, Saturday or Sunday. I don't even know that was tonight. What time's kickoff? Uh, eight o'clock. Shit. Eight o'clock. ITV. ITV. You can watch it better without streaming the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, looking forward to it still. I'm eager to see what lineup Arteta puts out, whether or not he goes. I'm sure we have a nice balance, but whether or not he goes f- fully strong or he mixes up a bit and weakens the team a, a tad. Look forward to that one. Yeah. Um, more sacking news. Colo Torre has been sacked um, from, from Wigan. Black man down. After only two months involved. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible, innit? They, they didn't give him a chance, man. Boy, they're four points of drift to safety at the bottom of the championship, so. I'm not gonna lie, Colo Torre never gave me manager vibes anyway. Mm. Yeah, he just gave me Joker vibes. How? He was there doing, <laughs> it was Brendan, it was Brendan Rodgers' number two for Nuff Long. I don't know what it is. It's his personality, just knowing him like for football. He doesn't seem like a manager. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that happened. Um, in boxing news, in the boxing world. Before you continue, <clears throat> just as you've said that, mm. look at the United team now. Yeah. And can you gauge who might be a good manager when they're finished off the back of their disposition? Really? Oh, from the team now? Yeah, and you do the same for Arsenal. Oh, you just said just now. He yeah. doesn't strike you as a manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's look at the team now. I'll, I'll say Pep. Just go, just, just, just go, just, just the eleven. Just go to my strongest eleven. Mm. It would just, I would just, it would just be based off characters. I probably think, I probably think two. Go on, Ericsson. Just because he's, as in Sven going Ericsson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> did you ask Spurs a, guy? Oh, did you ask to pick a player who be manager? Yeah, because you said he didn't. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear. I thought you said what other manager you think could manage your team. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> no. my bad. Ericsson. Just because he's got it here. Yeah. So, hope maybe that. And here. Well, yeah, nah. pacemaker, pacemaker. Nah, that's. Yeah. Am I? Am I? Am I? Nah, forget it. Yeah, that, that should be able to trans, <laughs> transition over. And then um, Martinez. What little Martinez? Yeah, man. With all the passion. He's a warrior, man. He he can play and he can play ball. That um, uh, not AC Milan. Good, good too, so. Good too, so. Yeah. There you go. Messer, sometimes good, was it? Sometimes <laughs> shit, sometimes good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Martinez, man. Fiery, man. And he could play ball. Mm. Um, I think ours is easy, man. And Atletico Madrid. That's what I thought you was going to say. Simeone. Yeah. Oh, Simeone. That's what I thought you was going to say. All right, so players, you rocks, yeah. Uh, Zinchenko. Okay. Like, he's given leader. Mm-hmm. He's given motivator. He's given someone who's going to give you that talk. That mm. You see the other day? Mm. When Trossard was coming on, mm. he gave him a little talk mm. before he came on. Mm. So yeah, in our current team, based on personality, and yeah, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say him. Um, I would pick Jacka based on character, but I don't know if his football prowess and tactical mm. ability would, would suffice. Mm. Um, I'm tempted to say Odegaard because Arteta made him manager. Mm. Sorry, not manager, captain. So quickly at a young age, so mm. maybe that speaks to mm. a lot that he has. Mm. So I'll say I'll say Odegaard and uh, Zinchenko. Okay. What about cool. you? I would I would pick <coughs> um, Zinchenko. Yeah. Um, are there any players on the team that speak several different languages that you know of? Um, I not not that I know of now. Okay, because that was a big thing for Arteta. Oh, the fact that Arteta can speak several. Yeah. Um, several. What can he speak? Spanish, English, and what else? Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to see what Wilshire does. Okay, okay. You reckon he could one day, one day in I the, I don't see ten years as time, a, a mediocre English manager in the same vein as what a Lampard and a I, uh, I really Gerard. believe so. Carrick's really doing so. good. Why? Flying with Middlesbrough. Mm. Mm. And I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. Wilshire doesn't give me, he doesn't give me that, I know what I'm doing totally vibe for some reason. I don't know what I'm using to judge him on, yeah. but he just doesn't give me that vibe that he's going to be a good manager. I hope he, I hope he does. I hope the second stage of his career yeah. is way more better than the first stage. Yeah. But yeah. Sorry, Max. Mm. Oh. Where is we? Boxing. As everybody has seen, you're tired. Let me just read this message that just came through. Uh, good morning, TDA team. Can you give a shout out to Mags for the dedication to the pudding? He was on late last night and now early in the morning. Huge respect to him and his big Keely Finos. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before I noticed, though, because I, I woke up quite early today and I was on my, I was on my, my TV and I saw your life had ended. Like four hours ago. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm cooked. I thought this nigga just went to bed. Yeah, I'm cooked. I'm cooked. I nearly never came in today. No, I, when when I came in and I thought he's not going to come in. Because I just thought you'd, you'd be too... Tired. I told Brent I'm going to be late, yeah, yeah. And I was going to close my eyes. And I said, if I close these eyes, I'm not coming in. I, yeah. I did see you come in a tiny bit earlier than you said. And I was like, you, you probably made an effort because you knew that if it is that you did, you would not be gone. So I appreciated that. Appreciate you too, man. But yeah, here we are, people. Boxing news. Um, what's wrong with Eubank? Eubank. <laughs> Everybody's on crack, I'm telling you. Why? What's ben, Eubank. He, he wants to appeal the loss. Why? He's talking about an illegal elbow. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? You're not like losing. Foolishness. Hey, we spoke about shame this week. Ain't got, got, got no shame. That's the same thing, isn't it? Shame. That's the type of win you want <laughs> to appeal an elbow. Nah, you are even mad. He's crazy. I'm not even. Um, I need to. I need to. I need to watch it black. But I, cause I haven't seen it. But mm. I've seen enough. You know what I'm trying to yeah. say? Like, you know I've how that guy enough. flexed with him. That guy. Who's what's what's the guy's name? Who beat him? Yeah, he went and played Sunday League football the next day. No way. He's it. No. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, he's a, he's a striker. <laughs> no, they said they said they said oh yeah he's a striker on Sundays, but on Saturdays he plays in midfield or something like that, and he, they showed him taking a penalty the next day, very next day. Oh man, man didn't do no recovery. Man went to play, man went to kick ball the next day. That's quality, man. Yeah, he's damn bad, man. He's damn bad. Um, have a boxing news. Anthony Yards in the biggest fight of his career. Is that this weekend? Is that is that Saturday? Yep, tomorrow, man. Is that a big fight? Um, you can speak on it. Do you know who he's fighting? Yep. Better be a... Give, give us one because I don't know. Uh, so basically, this is 100% the biggest fight of his career. Mm. Um, some are even saying if Yard wins this, it may be the biggest upset um, in British history, boxing. Oh, like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Better be a is basically the best in that particular um, division, in light heavyweight. Um, he's got three belts. Um, he took uh, one of the belts from Joe Smith, I think, last year. And Joe Smith is actually... Like, he, he was a world champion. He beat this guy in two rounds. You know what I'm saying? Bezbiev has knocked out every single opponent. Okay. Every single opponent. You know what I'm saying? He's never gone to um, thingy. But Yard, Yard's a skillful boxer, man. And I don't know. I, f I feel like he could do something. I feel like he could do something. It's in London as well. You know what I'm saying? Yard's only loss was against... Sorry, it wasn't his only loss. But, um, yeah, because the other loss against um, Arthur in Manchester, I think it was, wasn't really... That was debatable. 
But um, he's lost against uh, Kovalev. That's he the only, to Russia. That's the only fight <coughs> I've actually watched about Shneel. Okay, okay, yeah. Kovalev had so much more experience, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And um, Yard, Yard put up a good fight, 100%. But um, again, a lot of things were against him. He was in Russia, you know what I'm saying? And to be fair, he wasn't going to win on, on points. But this fight here in London, it's going to have everyone backing him. It's, it's, it's a tall order, man. But I feel like there's something in the air that he might be able to do it. If he, if he pulls it off, he's going to be over that star, 100%. Because Betterbeef is basically one of those. He's like Triple G. Okay, yeah. You just don't think he's going to get beaten. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Well, this, we'll this, this fight ain't going 12 rounds. Okay, we'll Let me see. Call it, please. Oh, man. Uh, you know what? Yard. I'm going to give it to Yard. <laughs> wait, wait. After seeing all that? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And when, when he wins, he better come here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, my, my heart wants Yard to win, put it that way. And I feel like Yard could do it. Let's just say, I feel like he has to start early. It's mad if I say, you know, he can beat Betty Evan, Betty Evan in four rounds, but I'll say Yard in seven. But I feel like once it starts getting to the middle rounds, Yard's going to be in trouble. Betty, Betty Bf just keeps getting stronger. He's one of them type of guys. But he's been knocked down before, a couple of times, I think, Betty Bf by lesser opponents. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So if Yard can capitalize early mm. and finish him early, yeah. then... He has a good chance, man. Wish him the best, man. All right. He's not tuning into that if you want to see Fisty Cuffs on a Saturday night. And then our last piece of unboxing news. Um, great news. Yuzot's champ's going to be back in the ring. So AJ has agreed terms with Jermaine. Yeah. Jermaine who? Jermaine Franklin. That's what I was thinking. Oh, I'm a dozer. <laughs> 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 you, remember, you remember the guy that um I said fought Dillian White recently? Yeah. And like they say, beat Dylan White, but he didn't get the decision. Yeah, him. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah. I'm tired of not seeing AJ fight the people that I want to see him fight. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Like I want the big box office, him versus Wilder, him versus Fury. Like this is what we want, man. What's all this? He, he can't do it yet, though, man. He he, need, he needs to he needs that confidence builder. Two like back to back losses against Usyk is is it's a lot, man. Yeah, but to then go and fight Fury. But he, was, but he was ready to fight Fury before. Yeah, Obviously, I mean, he didn't he do it because that. of the contract thing, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. you think he didn't do it because you think he he kind of like didn't sign the thing on, on purpose? I mean, like Mark was saying at the yeah. time, it was never going to happen, innit? Mm. Because what? Because Fury's demands were too outlandish. I don't think Fury's demands. It weren't even just the demands, it was just everything. They were just all posturing. There was just so yeah, much, there was so much going into that. It was yeah. never, it was never yeah. going like to get me. When I spoke, to man. and again, I told you, I, I, I broke that news, you get yeah. me? A man told me there is no chance that's happening. That's happening. That's happening. Okay. Yeah. You get me? That was when on I'm opening up the Daily Mail and it's saying, yep. oh, they agreed this and red, te, 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 and he's saying, brother, <laughs> impossible. Yeah. Okay. You get yeah. me? Uh, can we quickly do some quick NBA stuff? Yes, yes yeah? please. So they've announced the All-Star Game starters. All right, but first of all, what are your thoughts on this? They've changed the rule, innit? So you know how they normally pick teams beforehand, innit? Mm. As in they pick teams like maybe a week or so, two weeks prior to the actual game. Mm. Now they're going to pick their teams. It's going to Giannis and LeBron are the captains. They're picking their... So the All-Star draft will take place... I saw the five this morning. ...live though. before the game. No, no, when they pick teams. So they've announced who the starters are and who's in each pool. But remember how they've done the last couple of years. They the captains the two captains pick teams. I saw the five I saw the five. I saw the five from the East and the West this morning. No, no, yeah, no, those are the people with the most votes, the starters. So the amount if they get picked for whatever team, that means that they start. 
Okay. Yeah. So they start for whatever team they get picked for in it. Oh, but it's so it's still the same way. So a guy, like a guy from the West can take a man from the East and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Still doing the drafting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I thought they switched it back when I was when I went on when I went on Instagram this morning. It showed me the fives. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was the five. Yeah. So the five. Well, the the starters from the East. You've got Giannis as the captain. You've got Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. Yeah. That's that's the that's the East pool of starters. And then the West Pool of starters, LeBron James, captain, Steph Curry, uh, Luka Doncic, uh, Nikola Jokic, and Zion Williamson. Zion? Yeah. Say so John Moran didn't get in there? No, John Moran's going to be an all-star, but he's just not starting five. Okay. Yeah. So what, you'd, what, you'd pick Java? I wouldn't pick Java no one, but Jar's a superstar. I just thought he would have got votes. I, thought, I just thought he would have. Who's, who, who's the backcourt? Curry and who? So, and, Dunk, and Luka? No, but Jar's ja, West. Yeah, it's the West. Yeah, but you said Kyrie and Luca. Kyrie's East. I said Curry. Oh, he said Curry. So if it's a Kyrie, um, Kyrie and Luca would have been the start yeah. in the backcourt. Yeah. No, nah, you don't. I wouldn't pick. I wouldn't pick him over them. But he's a superstar, though. I yeah, no, nah, yeah, for sure. I thought he would have been in with a shot. I thought, the, cool. I thought the gas could have got him some votes. Yeah. But yeah, that's the. I'm not gonna look, act like I'm looking forward to the All Star because I don't really look forward to it. All Star game. I love the whole weekend. No, I love the weekend, but I don't anticipate the game. Always, I am anticipate the dunk contest or the or the three the three pointer. Dunk contest is gonna be shit. Like it will be says. because the big dogs don't want to do it. Mm. For some reason, Jar came out. I think he came out last year and said he ain't, he ain't ever gonna do it. But you don't need the big dogs, man. You just need to be creative, man. When um when Levine and um Levine and uh, Aaron Gordon, Gordon, there who, we go. Who's been robbed mm. consecutive times, by the way? Yeah, when Levine and Gordon were going at it. That weren't the big Yeah, you don't necessarily need it, but you that know what it is. quality, though. When you know that there are that dunkers... That might be the best. That's the best ever. 100%. But you know what it is? When you know that there's certified dunkers who don't do it, it's a bit annoying. Like, we know Jar jumps out the gym. Well, they say all the time, they're saying that LeBron would, would murder, especially in his prime anyway, would have yeah. murdered a dunk challenge. But and these men are saying, no, nah, man, that's not my story. Yeah, I think LeBron's... Back in the day, the big the big, the big players used to do it. Yeah, so no, when no. did it change? It's, it's happened. You know what it is? I feel like, you know, with come so far now, it's like, what else is there to do in it? I feel like people are lacking, you know, imagination, lacking invention. So it's like, how many new dunks are there? I think they should incorporate street dunkers into the dunk contest. Like them niggas who really, really dunk crazy stuff. They'll cook them NBA men up. I know, that's the poor point. Because <laughs> 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 them man do insane dunks, 720s, like, all that. Um, but yeah, man, that's it, that's, that's the... That's the NBA All-Star news. Right, cool, I look forward to the All-Star break. Let's get into... Done out here. Have a look at... We've got... Um... We've got to update my list. But, yeah, do I have to do trigger warnings? Because these men are like... Murderers and stuff. Might as well. Trigger warning, murder. <laughs> I don't know. Basically, yeah. I wasn't even. I was reading. I was, I was checking this, this this story out about these guys, yeah. And it wasn't until I pressed play on the video, yeah, that I thought, I think I'm gonna talk about them maybe at some point. They've been there. So there's um. These two, um. Are they illegal immigrants? One's, a, one's called an illegal immigrant kebab chef and a homeless gypsy boy. This is how they're talking about these men. <laughs> illegal immigrant kebab chef and a homeless gypsy boy. Kasai Al-Jundi, 25, and Mohammed El-Aboud, 
28, they got found guilty, well, last week sometime, um, for the murder of an innocent woman, Louise Cam. She's 71. They, I think they murdered her at a 1.3 million pound home. Um, they were trying to trick her to give over power of eternity. I mean, sorry, attorney. Mm. Power of attorney. And all their all her goods and her fortunes and stuff like that. And I think they forced her to sign over power of attorney. Then they've killed her. And I think... So what was the point? Mm? So what was the point? So they can get... Uh, I just... You know what it is? We've seen some of this stuff before. This stuff... Like, back in the day, mm. yeah, you can get rid of it. Like, anybody... I mean, you could get away with certain, some some stuff like this. Like, anybody that could have got away with this kind of stuff, yeah, has already done it. Yeah, you know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, like, yeah. like, it's bait now. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. you, you want to sign... Uh, you want me to sign over the power of attorney, all your things, and you miraculously disappear and that and then I've got it and I'm going to come and try and claim it. Like, these people are crazy. Yeah. Like, these plans ain't going to work. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand what they're doing. They should have just... Well, actually, I'm not going to give you no advice what to do. That's, that's crazy. But... <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do that. But Brent, can you press play on that video for these so they can see? He's doing this, yeah? You see this one here? Can you see? Yeah. He's doing this on her driveway. And he's uploaded it to TikTok. And this is after he's killed her. They've killed her as well. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, these men... Is this the same day he killed her or what? I don't know if it's the same day or or what, but this is after. Look. Said, look. If when I was feeling you, that nigga's a man. You actually don't. <laughs> these men ain't got no remorse. Look at these. Look at him. This is on her drive. He's posted this. Like, this is like the place where, like, where they've killed her. Like, these men are ridiculous. They're going to get put under the jail. Like... Yeah, nah, it was just crazy, like, and they just don't care, and they're going around, they're showing her yard, they're all on TikTok, showing the whips and stuff, and I just think, if you're going to commit crime, like, wouldn't you want to get away with it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say, like, if you're going to commit a crime, wouldn't you want to get away with it? You're putting all this stuff on the internet, the internet's killing up people, because oh, doing crazy drugs. You're just doing, it's, it's just, you're doing too much, like, nobody should be seeing this stuff, like, honestly, like. These men, these men are dumb. Where's, where's, where's it taking place? Animals. What? Where? Where is it taking place? Yeah. Um, sorry. Let me see if I can find you a location. Uh, rental property. Oh, the, yeah. the oval-shaped doorways are giving me like European vibes. Barnet, North London. I thought, that is. Oh, I thought it was abroad or something. The man's laughing and kicking kicking and joking and boom, boom, boom. And they killed the poor woman. Like he thought, he looks genuinely happy there as well. He thought he came up. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? He thought he had a lick. This doesn't even make sense to me. This is... It's just it's foolishness, isn't it? It's beyond that. It's insanity. Yeah. So, yeah. So when I see foolishness, I always, I always like to highlight it. But, um, yeah, when I, see him, when I see him winding up and gyrating, like he was going to be free forever. <laughs> He's sick in his head. I'm just like, nah, these men are dumb, man. So let me just highlight these idiots. But this is what they've done. They killed the poor woman and tried to take her stuff. But they got they got found guilty. I don't know how long they've got yet. But I'm safe to say it's going to be a life sentence. Almost definitely going to be a life sentence. So yeah, man, you man. These are done out here, man. And just you criminals, honestly, man. You, you, you've got to be better. Like, leave the internet alone. The internet is not the place for crime. Like, if you're going to be committing crimes and doing stuff, don't be putting evidence or leaving old trails online. That's just stupid. What happened yeah. to doing a crime and wanting to get away with it? It's, it's, it's just not a thing anymore. <laughs> nah, for real. <laughs> it's just not a thing Everyone's anymore. Everyone's chasing, like, viral moments. Because like, I don't understand that. I'm not saying do crime, but be silent in your crime, man. What mm. the fuck is going on? You, man, you're done out here, man. Let's get into our outro.
finish, regarding the cis, what would you do? Dilemma. Mm. Uh, Proverbs suggested that they can get grief and bereavement counseling okay. uh, from their GP or www.nhs.uk. Mm. Okay. I didn't know that was even something out there. It was on offer. Mm. Thank you for that, Proverbs. Yeah, appreciate it. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you are following us on our social media platforms the day after TMB. Also, don't forget to send in any sis, what would you do? And asking for a friend. Um, what's it called? Dilemmas. Dilemmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but, e- and even topic of the day yeah, and of, yeah, yeah anything you want us to talk about make sure um, you send that in as well if you do want to like send a voice note or a text message um, or call us up it's 07564 I know I said this at the beginning but if you haven't already make sure you like the video before you leave um, and I hope you guys have an amazing weekend have a good weekend man yes. that's it from us we out peace, peace. peace.